0: Hello, it is Overreaction Monday, December 6th, 2021. Can't thank you enough for allowing us to be a part of your day-to-day. Today's a good one. Kenny Moore, fresh off an incredible game against the Texans. Jake Paul, fresh out of a cancellation for his big-time fight. First interview he had? Darius Butler, AJ Hawk, all the boys, and you. Thank you so much for all this. Thank you for allowing us to penetrate your ear holes. If you enjoy the show, by the end of it, please be a friend and tell a friend. If you did not like the show, just act like it never happened. Here we go. What a week 13 NFL Sunday. Man. Insanity. Comebacks. Teams winning that we thought were dead, teams dying that we already knew were dead, and then teams thriving out of nowhere. There's a lot to talk about. We'll dive right into it. Today's show is a big show because not only do we have Kenny Moore, the third, Mm -hmm. second, second, second. Mm -hmm. There is a third in the NFL. Hmm. Uh, we'll get to it. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Kenny Moore the Second will join us today, fresh off of the first play of the game yesterday against Houston, pick, interception, and last week's hard knocks that basically showcased this dude to be the best human of all time. Cannot wait to chat with him. Jake Paul will join us Ooh. today. Problem
1: child.
0: Yeah, problem child's coming through. There's a problem with his next fight. I guess Tommy Fury has backed out. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul now fighting Woodley again. Yep. This is Paul Woodley, too, and we'll talk to him in a couple hours. I can't wait for that. Darius Butler will be here AJ Hawk is back Mm -hmm. and hopefully some of your phone calls at 1-8334 McAfee on this beautiful overreaction Monday and we have to get right into some family business so last week tone digs Hit the Super Boost on Thursday Night Football that set us up to go into a heater that we all knew was possible. Mm-hmm. A heater that was going to go ahead and take over the entire globe. A heater that was going to get so hot it'd be like two thousand sucks.
1: Yeah, hell yeah,
0: that's what we were going to do. And the the Super Boost for yesterday was Buccaneers minus two and a half against Falcons. Check
1: mm-hmm.
0: Vikings minus two and a half against the completely defied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Worst offense in 15 years in the NFL have mm-hmm. Jared Goff quarterbacking. Yeah. Vikings minus two and a half against the Lions. And it was there. It was there all the way until literally the last mm-hmm. fucking tick of the clock in I, when I say that, I'm, we're all incredibly happy for a long time. you, oh, I
2: can tell.
0: Thank you. We're all incredibly happy for the people of Detroit who have sat through so much yeah. shit. Oh. So much. Yeah. I mean, they've stunk for so long, and they've seen the Calvin Johnson curse, and they've felt it every cold, cold winter when there was zero thought that their team would be playing extra football at the end of the season. The season was over. Hey, we're going fishing at the lake house in the middle of September. Oh, right.
1: Right.
3: you're
0: talking seasons over quick in detroit no hope really for a long time coach comes coach goes coach comes right. coach, coach goes comes. Coach, coach comes, comes.
2: coach, coach goes. goes
0: this year coach, coach comes. comes everybody's excited oh yeah hell yeah we're not kneecaps man yeah what? we're buying him we're wearing Hey, we're wearing IndyCar helmets <laughs> oh, yeah. to yeah. press conferences <laughs> yeah. because the incredible IndyCar race that happens in Detroit every yeah. year is a big event in Detroit, and the people of Detroit are buying in. Chris Spielman's back there mm. setting the culture. Yeah. Firewood. MCDC, yeah, hey, man. He's coming in here. He's rejuvenating an entire city, and everybody in Detroit knew it was going to be a long road. Mm-hmm. Oh, it yeah. has been a long mm-hmm. road. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: And it's on these back roads that have no lights, no concrete a lot of potholes that's what it's been like on this very long road the Lions fans have had with the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. and this year after the MCDC electricity was brought to the Motor City everybody thought maybe we'll get a chance to go ahead and do this you trade away Matthew Stafford get the fuck out of town <laughs> he didn't want to be here understandable we have stunk we appreciate your service mm-hmm. Matthew we'll pick up this guy who's been to a Super Bowl Okay, we'll pay him $100 million. Okay. All right, Smart. this is in the whole thing. And then we'll build. There's no way you guys thought you weren't going to win a game until week 13. No. But goddamn, your win over Mike Zimmer's, what was he doing on defense? Vikings? Jeez. Last play. The, without oh, dealing, Without there's a lot of excuses we can make It whatever. The Lions have stunk. Mm-hmm. But yesterday and today, <sighs> It's their day. Congratulations, yeah. Foxy. Fucking did Foxy. It it. We really fucking did it. You did. There's a lot of people, Foxy, calling for the team to be moved out of the city of Detroit. It wasn't yeah. the city's it's, fault. It started as a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. It started as I a joke. Yeah. But then people were like, yeah, this is the NFL. What are we even doing? This is obviously a doomed destination yep. for NFL players in Detroit. Here we are now on this overreaction Monday. Big time win against the division Division rival. First
2: victory Monday. Can I do some shout outs real quick? Are we going to get right into this? Foxy, please. Shout out to the Lions. All right. First win. 364 days. Wow. Almost a full year. Wow! wow. Shout, shout out. out. We shout got a out. shout out. Dan Campbell, first win as the Lions head coach. Shout, shout out. out. Shout out. DC, DC, where go, man. Way we go, man. Way to win that game, man. Here we go, man. Shout <laughs> out Jared Goff, first win without Sean McVay. Shout no, oh, yeah. yeah. out. We got a shout out the city of Detroit, the people of Michigan. The last decade of sports have been so bad. We Thank needed you. one. Hey, we needed one. Shout out Detroit. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out. Shout uh, out We to can't get either. Shout out Justin Tucker. Shout Ripping out. our hearts out early in the season. 67. Breaking a record yeah. against us to win the game. Yep. That made this one feel a lot better today. Okay. Okay. Well, congrats on shout-out. All right, we got more. more. Shout out to the Minnesota Vikings. You guys fucking stink. Shout out! Shout out! out! And last but not least,
4: Tim Allen.
2: Shout out to this show. All right. right. Mm. Despite being the worst franchise in all of sport, (laughs) we found a way to bring up the Detroit Lions. Every single day. I and think that we is did. No oh, yeah. exaggeration. We did every single day. I appreciate that so much. I know Detroit. I know Michigan appreciates that. So thank you, Pat. No. Thank you, boys. No, shout out, yeah. shout, out. shout out to you guys. Now, I
0: would like to let it be known here quickly after that. That Foxy does not speak for everybody in Michigan, even though he just said, I know Detroit and I know Michigan feels that way yeah. because Foxy gets buried by some people from the UP up there. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He's there for the some land. people. Oh, oh, yeah, up in <laughs> Canada. Yeah. And, you know, some people say he's not a real Lions fan. I feel like Foxy. Yeah. You've really lived and died with that team for a long time. And we mock it because, like, last year you said, you know, I'm going to go for the Steelers just so you could use your own curse against people that, you know, have probably said rude things to you on and off air, (laughs) Nick. Diggs, sure. CFO Phil. Oh right? man, I yeah. mean, a lot of that. I mean, you did that on purpose potentially, but today's your day. Congratulations.
2: Appreciate, Appreciate you, you We're all very happy. Soak it up. I cannot believe we opened the show talking about the one well, ten and one. Well, Wow! Wow! well, 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 well,
0: we're not talking about them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were we were talking about them just there and at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmitter here at the Toxic Table. Great to see you boys. Hey, hey, good, good, to see see you. good
3: to see you, Pat.
0: Hey, big Monday night football matchup tonight. I can't wait to dive into it. But before we get to that, we gotta talk about the fucking heartbreak and devastation that that jubilation right there caused everybody else Yep. What that consensus. exciting moment for evan fox mm-hmm. in detroit and the up and everybody around that cold ass world right. up there in the michigan they were so happy i was devastated yep. how the fuck did the vikings let that happen mm-hmm. you don't ever think to yourself you know what a guy who's going to get a delay a game on a game-winning drive with no timeout somehow, <laughs> is gonna lead you down the field and score. How did that happen to the Vikings defense? How did Zimmer allow it to take place? And why are we sitting here, not with a 2-0 in the last two super boosts, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden a one-and-one in and one and our hearts broken on the last play of the game by a guy who I didn't even know, I didn't know still had that in him. No. Yeah. By the I mean everybody's talking about. The, you know, Hail Mary coverage they had in, you know, it scored the back of the end zone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's make sure we don't
0: get anybody out of the back of the end zone. You know, nobody's going to toe drag swag towards the end, not on us, said the Vikings. There's a lot of conversation about that. There's a lot of conversation about them just literally walking right down the field. Are we still trying? We're in a fucking game still. Okay. And I forgot about that. I had forgotten about that whenever the Vikings scored a touchdown and, uh. You know, went up by uh, four or five or whatever yeah. it was mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. So I completely forgot that Jared Goff might fucking walk down the field against his defensive score. They did what? Have to talk about Jared Goff making that throw. Yeah. yeah. uh
3: huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Spit it. Yeah. That is
0: a hell of a throw in that moment in the NFL. Last play of the game. I mean, that is big-time mental fortitude to make it happen. Great catch. Wide open. How's that happen? There's only a few people on routes, but that, that, that's a play that has – But I'm devastated, Tone Diggs. Mm. Our super boost was supposed to go on and live on forever. But instead, we have to have mixed emotions (laughs) because a miserable fan base gets a chance to have fun for one day in literally the last year. So... Yeah. this stinks town, what happened?
4: I'm think? devastated, too, and there's no mixed emotions. I hate that fucking franchise. Fuck them. Uh, oh, I mean, even more so after yesterday. It was hard for yeah. me not to feel that way. I actually called Jared Goff a son of a bitch, naturally. So MCDC goes for it on fourth and one on a, on his own 25. Fucking brilliant idea. They don't get it. Justin Jefferson. I thought the Vikings were just going to run the clock out and kick a field goal to win. Because uh, for some, somehow, some way, when the Lions were up, they only had one timeout left. Uh, so they couldn't really stop the clock. They did. Justin Jefferson scores a touchdown. Here we my go. first worry, worry is that, fucking A, MCDC is going to drive down the field and kick a field goal, not knowing that three points is not enough to win this Oh, <laughs> So, but they still, we still don't get the cover. Correct. Yeah. That yeah. was my first worry. And then, you know, there was the first basically dropped interception. And then there was the second dropped interception uh, in the end zone. And then hmm. Vikings defense just went out for a fucking walk. What
0: are they, they doing? It's last play the, the game. Hike.
4: Let's just go down the field, and then, as you said, 10 yards in an end zone. They said, fuck the first five yards in the end zone. We don't have to. Don't need it. No reason to cover that. Yeah, We'll just cover the back five, yep. and the guy just, he runs a hook. Wide open. Wide ass open. Yeah. Wide open.
5: Where was the pressure? Where's yeah. 80, Where's? Blitz this guy. Are they playing with
0: eight guys? <laughs> like, where? what happened? How is that guy wide ass open? He was all by himself on that side. You would think at least somebody has to go check outside in. Oh, look, there's a fucking guy
6: over here. How come that didn't happen? No, I'm happy for the Lions. Hey, Thank sure. of course. Shout out, course. Lions. Shout out. That was coming out of a timeout, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They lined up, took a timeout, and then went back yeah. out there, and that's what they decided to run with.
0: Yeah, anyways, congrats to the Lions. Congrats to the Lions.
6: we we'll 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 that one for a while.
0: I am very, yeah, very devastated. We do have a big-time announcement about who will be, you know, garnering the reins of the Super boost here in the next day or so.
3: It's a big. This is a big-time deal. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we going to bring up what, you know, wasn't mentioned there about the super boost possibility? Well, for the, uh, originally, <laughs> that's that's I thought, thought that's what we were here for, no. to expose yeah, <laughs> some, some the <laughs> problems that are going on. So I'd
0: like to let everybody know that I've been very transparent. And mm-hmm. the fact that Fandor is our own company and we're our own company, we can actually send emails like, hey, no, no, fuck you. Yeah, like, okay, hey, go to hell. It is real little company. Now they have seemingly made a lot of money off of a lot of the stuff that we have put up there. Yeah. I mean a risk free same game parlay, they did not. Right. Almost would have lost like eight million in one night or something like that. A couple times. But the risk free you get your ten dollars back. Whatever the case, other people are betting bigger. But these same um these super boosts, you know, there's they get that money. And that is that is why your mm-hmm. genuine frustration and pissed offness when it happens, because not only is everybody, but I would like to fucking beat them too, yeah. you know. And Ty, I, I I think you would like to fucking. you mm-hmm. got goddamn right. Away. That, that's what we are trying to do. Like, hey, we are trying to beat these people. Yes, they are our exclusive sports book. Okay, sure. they have uh, deemed their sports book to be the place where we all have to bet and attack. But when we, now that we get access to do stuff, like we have to take advantage That's of right. this. That's right. Like these super boosts have to start hitting. But every single time we go to create the super boost, there is always a give and take mm-hmm. between us and FanDuel. Yeah. That's like the risk same-game parlay. There was like four rules that got agreed upon yep. mm-hmm. in the middle of the whole thing. I was I would like, how would I do this? Well, we can't do that because of blah, blah, blah. Like, for instance, spread the love, you know, the team betting aspect, basically. Mm-hmm. That was something I brought in one of our first sit-down meetings. Like, hey, I think this is a good thing to do. That has cost the risk in trading team
1: oh, yeah, so hard. much money,
0: okay? It has cost them so much money because of how big it is. I, I guess they file it into, you know, marketing, which it, it should be for them. But there is always a give and take. Last week, we will go on record as saying the Super Bowl supposed to be Tampa minus two and a half. Okay. Philly minus two and a half. Whoa, a a whoa, the Eagles? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, it was supposed to be Philly. And, yep. and um... Mm-hmm. That's why we couldn't – I mean, we couldn't even hammer it as loud as we could on the show because there was a lot of conversation about the injury question marks sure. on the Eagles. and mm-hmm. We don't want this to turn mm-hmm. in a way that isn't a super boost and maybe back in the better's favor and the super boost isn't as good. So with the less question marks, mm-hmm. team, we'd appreciate it. So we got the Vi- uh, Vikings feeling gets hurt on the first play. Okay. I, I mean, what are we – Bullshit. Even, what are we even there? – there's a lot of question marks right there. That's one of their <laughs> best players. I mean, he, he – you, you see him, dude, yeah. goddamn mm-hmm. – Grady. Gritty. Um, I almost said to dirty. Dirty, dirty. It is, yeah. yeah.
3: It dirty, is, dirty. It's a dirty, gritty, too.
0: Anyways, so we were potentially on the right path, but there's rules to this, especially yeah. whenever you're super boosting odds and you're potentially taking more money than anybody else is from
6: the it goddamn sounds place. a little fishy to me, but hey, guess what? You know, that's why you got another opportunity. That's why you got another crack at it because, I mean, t- Tony was tooting that horn Pretty loud, you know, leading up the into Eagles, Friday's uh, show. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then, and the
0: Eagles did show up by the way.
6: They did uh, big they,
0: time. And Minshew mania is a real thing. Let's get this sidebar on here, and let's get to this. Actually, let's start diving through Ooh. yesterday's stories. The Super Boost losing is not fun. No, okay, no, we don't no. like that. Okay. Sorry. But let's talk about some things that should be talked about. Prime time games. Chief, the Chief squad's got. A, Got a good old D on them. Yeah, they're buzzing. Hey, they yeah, got a I good do. D on them, the uh-huh. Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes made some plays. Tyreek Kill's back in there, obviously. Only two catches, three catches. Travis Kelsey, same thing. That seemed to be getting a little physical for Travis Kelsey last mm-hmm. night. Yeah, I like when there's, like, actual beef. It felt like Broncos Chiefs' actual beef. Patrick Mahomes never lost to the Broncos. I did not know that since he started playing. I think they said that during uh, the program last night. Mm-hmm. It was also the first team he ever played against, which we talked about on Friday, week 17 of Alex Smith. Smith's year he's resting because the Chiefs are already in the playoffs Patrick Mahomes goes in and plays in Denver gets a win and allegedly from sources inside the building that we know that was the day they were like yep we got the guy and they decide to move on from Alex Smith and they do their thing because he'd been slicing and dicing as the practice squad quarterback but that being the first game where they actually got to witness him playing against somebody else was a monumental deal now the offense is gonna have to get it figured out yes and every week we we say hey I'm not going to talk about their offense figuring it out because Patrick Mahomes is still like a top three passing quarterback in the NFL right now. Tyree Kill is top five in the NFL in receiving yards, I think, still to this day. We haven't seen the updated graph, but as of last week, he was. So I think a lot of that to-do was about nothing. But watching them, you, think, you could be so much better. This team can be so much better. And I think that's why whenever you hear everybody talk about the AFC, and there's like 13 teams— in the AFC that can still go and get it you yep. always hear people say the Kansas City Chiefs are a team that we like right now even though they are not the team that looks the best right now it's because they have that ability to flip the switch it's just like will they this year will this be the year finally that it catches up to them where they don't play their best football and then all of a sudden it gets to a big game and it turns against them where it hasn't happened in the past they've been able to show up and do their thing but I do know one thing that defense is fucking good mm-hmm. yeah and they are back and they had to go through some learning curves I think they had some people out of positions jones was uh yep. was out mm-hmm. of position they moved him back inside i think clark came back they, they tyron matthew is an absolute guy i mean he throws his body around i absolutely love it that team's shaping up again to be a chief's playoff contender and last night they look nowhere near what they'll probably look like or could look like and they still get an easy win over teddy b in the ball
4: it's wild because what was it like five weeks ago we put up the numbers where they were 32nd in the league in every single category on defense and now that now they're winning, they're winning the last five games where they've won, won basically because of defense every single game.
0: Which is why everybody says, hey, the AFC is going to run through Kansas City because how good the defense is starting to play oh, wow. if the offense can figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mom, tonight Mom. is a yeah. big yeah. night. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ty, before we get to Connor, I mean, tonight mm-hmm. we get a chance to watch the New England Patriots getting points on mm-hmm. Monday Night Football. And, this is all my, and I said this last week. I don't know much about college football. I said this last week. I even said it on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, I said, pretty cool. Saban's getting six and a half points in one of these games. The New England Patriots are like the hottest team in the NFL right now. I think everybody is mm-hmm. has agreed upon Hell that. yeah. Like going into this week. Getting two and a half points going into Buffalo, a team that I think maybe many have forgotten about how great they are. We got a good one tonight. Like tonight's going to be a good one, but New England feels to be the hottest team
6: right now. It's exactly what you said. It's everyone this weekend, you know, gassing up Georgia and saying like, "Hey, you know, like Alabama just doesn't match up with this team." That Saban's getting six and a half points, they beat the fucking shit out of them. Everyone (laughs) knew that was going to happen, and I feel like the same thing does apply with Bill and the Pats. Like they're playing so good right now. I I don't and. the bills on the other like I, I feel like we still don't really know what they are like they can't stop the run really jonathan taylor beat, you know just ran right through them pats run the ball very very well their defense is good like the pats i feel like are in that same kind of mold as like the chiefs right now are like everyone knows they're good but They have so many primetime games, and we see them in these high-profile games, and they just don't look like we've seen them look traditionally. It's crazy, right? It's just just weird. So, yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't bet against the Pats tonight. A
0: lot more faith in the Chiefs when they don't play as good than people have in the Bills when they don't play as
6: good, I think. For sure. You know, and
0: I don't know why. I don't think it's fair because I think Josh Allen and Bills Mafia is unbelievable. But you look at the line early, it's like the Patriots are getting two and a half points. And everybody just a couple days ago was talking about how they're the hottest team in the NFL. Josh McDaniels right. deserves another head coaching opportunity. I yeah. mean, that was the combo just a few days ago, but that's what beautiful Overreaction Monday is. I don't think any moment's too big for Mac Jones either. Feels no. like he thrives in all this. Connor, and, and the only reason why we're talking about this on Overreaction Monday when we should be overreacting is because the AFC is such an interesting, interesting story. Mm. 13 teams still in it. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. The top of the AFC is four losses already in 12 games. Four losses is not in six. 16 game season. Four losses for the top dog isn't until later in the year they like decided. This year it seems to be all hell breaking loose everywhere except for the Arizona Cardinals that we will get to mm. who go into Chicago in bad weather and uh-huh. just say, how yeah. you doing? Yeah. Keep it fucking oh, moving. Uh, how you doing? Bears. Keep it moving. But the New England Patriots it feels like in the middle of a run that's going to be tough to top. How do you feel going against a, a familiar foe in the Buffalo
3: Bills? I mean, definitely feel good. Uh, you just mentioned how close it is. I mean, if we win tonight, we're the one seed. If we we lose for the five seed. I mean, that's a massive difference. So it should be good. 25 mile per hour wins. So the whole Mac Jones might not be rattled by every moment, but I would like to see him in a bad weather game like that. I know it was raining during the Tampa game. So he has had success in the uh, elements, if you will. But Buffalo is a different animal. I'm pumped. This is definitely the biggest game for the Patriots since they had, you know, TB12. Uh, We'll see what happens. They lose Trey White, their best corner. He tore his ACL last week. Uh, Kyle Duggar, the Patriots' uh, leading tackler this season. COVID won't know if he's playing until 4 o'clock today. So oh, the like,
0: Abbott. He's taking the yeah, Abbott.
4: Yeah. That <laughs> it's come, come out that they do – there was a report just on Twitter that he's most likely not going
3: to play. Yeah, which stinks. But Jamie Collins coming off the IR, so that will help. And to, to Ty's point, if it does get into a you know running game, us versus them, can they stop our run? I don't know. Jonathan
0: Taylor scored five touchdowns.
3: He scored five <laughs> touchdowns. Can we stop their run? We've been pretty damn good defensively, but we'll see. I'm fired up.
0: Anytime touchdown scores, uh, Damian and Stevenson, both plus money right now. Yes. The running back. They alternate series. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you par- parlay them or just want a plus money bet on each of them probably make a little bit of money. Let's talk about the top of that AFC because um, yesterday, huh. down there in Pittsburgh, the top dog got knocked off. <laughs> How about that? One for the Gipper, Ben Roethlisberger, letting his family, his friends, his teammates, know his close confidants. He's saying, hey, hey this is my last year, all right? And, and if you look back, Ray Lewis did this to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was this storied you know, kind of thing where Ray told the team, like, hey, this is my last year. And everybody said, all right. And then they go fucking win a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they they rallied around Ray and wanted to celebrate Ray and send him off in the right fashion. Jerome Bettis with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, the Super Bowl was in Detroit, his hometown. It was like the Steelers allegedly wanted to send the bus out. You know, because the wheels on the bus go (laughs) round and round. They wanted to send the bus off on the proper note there. Now, Ben Roethlisberger lets the ones closest to him know, hey, I I agree with what everybody's saying about me right now. <laughs> yep. All right, body doesn't feel good at all. Not throwing the ball anywhere near like I used to, even though, you know, I feel like I can still sling it, which he drops a couple dimes oh, just man, yeah, Even a couple of his throwaways. So he had a couple of throwaways while he was getting hit that he was maybe on like the far hash, and I was like, is that gonna make it to the sideline? Because I saw like a, a Raven DB running. Yeah. I'm like, oh, is this gonna be a pick? And it was like 15 yards in this. I'm like, oh, he's still got a fucking hose. Yeah. I mean, he still has an absolute hose. He's an incredible player. His resume is huge. But I think he sees what everybody else sees. And he saw that, you know, meme from earlier, gif from earlier, where he rolled to the right and just literally Ooh. attacked the ground <laughs> yeah, and uh-huh. then threw the ball at the same time. I think he has gotten to the point where he recognizes that and allegedly has told people around him, like, hey, this is going to be the last one. What if, you know, T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, and the boys say, hey, you know, Ben deserves something. Let's go on and get a run. Or, or... Are the Ravens in trouble? You know, like, are the the Ravens in trouble? I think those are the two talking points that are coming away from this particular game. Let's go to the COVID cowboy, Tone Diggs, Pittsburgh Steelers fan himself. Uh, Tone, your thoughts on the win? Great to beat the Ravens. People have to remember, the Browns in Cleveland went to Baltimore to become the Ravens. Baltimore and Pittsburgh have hated each other in a rivalry fashion Mm -hmm. since that day Cleveland went to Baltimore because people in Pittsburgh hated Cleveland so much. So it it wasn't like the team's going to move and we're going to forget about that. There was, you know, like, come down to the south side— pick up a bat, and smash a car that was painted in the Baltimore Ravens uh, colors, basically, mm. the week leading up to Ravens games, back in the heyday. you got to remember, Flacco won a Super Bowl. Those oh, yeah. Ravens teams were incredible. The Steelers won a Super Bowl. Those Steelers teams were incredible. Been in the same division that the former Browns. So these are massive games. And you heard Bill Cowher uh, kind of talk about, oh, yeah, this is a good Steelers-Ravens game. Now, a little bit of a snoozer in that first half. Huh? Yeah. I mean, it was tough to get Yikes. through that. Yeah, There were some vitamins that were hitting at a particular time that felt like the melatonin level was lifting in my oh. body quickly while watching the goddamn football that we were watching. But inevitably, in the end, second half gets hot, big two-point conversion decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, Harbaugh said, uh, all of our corners were hurt at that point. So Harbaugh <laughs> said, hey, ain't no way we're going to overtime because we can't stop a goddamn thing, even – no, he's a hell of a player. Oh. But I like that he went for it. I hate uh, that Lamar Jackson is going to get buried because of the way the games have gone in the last couple weeks. But is this a turning point for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Tone? you were out of it last week. Yeah, We were actually a moment of silence for the Steelers' winning record, Tomlin's winning record. And then Tomlin, after the game, is basically like, uh, everybody can fuck off. Mm. It sounded like. <laughs> I love that, Tony. you got to feel pretty good.
4: I feel great. Because uh, beating, like you said, the Browns, the Browns, beating the Browns, beating the Bengals, that's all good and stuff. But this is like, this is the rivalry. This is the one that matters. Um, a lot of people on the internet are saying this, and, and, and Toby said it best. You know, Ben might not be as good as he once was, but he's as good once as he ever was. Yeah. And yesterday, he was that. Um, it was I awesome. Don't, Lamar don't. always stinks against the Steelers because, you know, they make him throw and he can't throw. Uh, Shit.
0: Tony. He had a sign on. Yeah. Oh, made a couple plays. Mark Andrews, if he makes that one, the spectacular one early and then. Uh. End of the game. That's
4: just that would have been insane. Yeah. If he would have caught that, that would have been. T.J. Watt is defensive Why? player of the year. He's, he's missed two and a half games and he's leading the league by two sacks. I think he's got sixteen on the year already. Oh, that's J.J. <laughs> Watt tweet. Yeah, he's said. he's probably yeah. going to break uh, the all time uh, single season sack record. Yesterday was awesome. Are they are they back? I don't know. We'll see what happens on Thursday because that that one day it's easy Saturday to get football. It's easy to get up for. Oh hell yeah, listen. Oh, captain, my captain, we're here. Ben's last game in high, potentially, against the Ravens. Like That one's easy to get up for. We'll see what happens on Thursday. What's on Thursday? Vikings. They stink, dude. They, they stink. just lost <laughs> the Lions, yeah. but you Which tied. Worry.
0: No, you guys tied the lines. You should beat yeah, them, so too. True. Better. Yeah, yeah, because you guys are the same I exact team as the Lions. I wish football like that. Well, the, the thing we are learning about football is nothing seems to really. Nope. <laughs>
3: no. Week to week. The I Vikings
0: mean, just beat the Packers. That was like two weeks ago, a week ago. What happened? This is this year though and it's just full chaos. Put that playoff picture back up there for both sides there. 13 in the AFC, 12 in the NFC, but the Giants who aren't on the graphic can somehow still get in. Oh yeah. Like if they start winning some games. It is very fascinating to be 8 and 4 is the top of the AFC. Right and in a sixteen game season, that wouldn't be normal after week twelve. There'd be some ten and two team. Yeah. Uh-huh. There'd be maybe even eleven and fucking one, depending yeah. upon yeah. the dominance of a team. Eight and four is crazy. And with how many games we have left for most teams, as opposed to tonight's game, obviously. And the Colts have a bye next week, which is congrats to them, man. They yeah. they made it through here. Huge. <laughs> they made it through. I mean, this is. That's a lot. But anyways, with the amount of games that are left, everybody can lose four games. Man. I mean, there is still a chance that anybody could win five games or even – because I thought, like, if the Colts lose, they're out uh, last week. That's not the case at all. No. Seven and six, they're about to be in the wild card after this bye week comes because they have more losses than teams that are currently in mm-hmm. the wild card. Somebody's going to lose. They'll get in there. I mean, it is, it is wide open in the AFC. And in the NFC, this Cardinal squad, we have to talk about. It. Man. I mean, obviously, the Packers – we talk about a lot, and they're incredibly talented, and they're going to be good yeah. because they're going to be good. That's just what the Packers are, mm-hmm. and they have Aaron Rodgers a quarterback. That certainly the helps. The thing about the Arizona Cardinals was, is Kyler Murray going to take a step, right? We saw Josh Allen take these incredible steps of improvement over the off-seasons of his first couple of years. He stunk. He's stuck. Okay? Yeah. Nobody's going to say it. Most rookie quarterbacks, though, do stink. I, I think that is something that you kind of just have to figure out and learn on the fly. You get baptized by fire. And if you're in a bad situation, it's only going to get worse. So not only do you not know what the fuck is going on, but usually the people on your team, they don't either. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. so, and you don't even, so it's a bad – you just got to kind of get through your rookie year. I think – from listening to all the quarterbacks that have gone through it, it's like, hey, I just got to get through my rookie year, yeah. then kind of do it. Josh Allen did that, then he got better, then he got better, and boom, he became a guy. Kyler Murray, first year, electrified. There was a couple plays. Holy shit, I love this guy. I actually said so much, so I'm betting on this dude yeah. every single week, because if if that team has this guy, if the Cardinals have this guy, they can beat anybody. That's right. Because all they need is just to happen to get him one against two, one against one, and it's a touchdown. But they just weren't consistent. They go on the road and they shit the bed. I, I mean, they would lay an egg. They play terrible against a the team. Then they'd show up one game. Then they wouldn't show up. Then they bring in DeAndre Hopkins. Then Nuke brings a little stability. And then this offseason, they are bringing J.J. And Chandler Jones is still a guy. And Buda Baker on that defense. Boy. And on the offensive side, we'll bring in A.J. Green even though he hasn't been on the the field as productive, I assume behind the scenes, in the meetings, not that Larry Fitzgerald is easy to replace. I would never say that. But they have some stability. Cliff Kingsbury is getting better and better. Still looks cool.
3: Always. As ever.
0: Hey, that snapback flat bill he had on yesterday in the middle of that pouring down rain with Nagy's crooked beanie. (laughs) I mean, you just look at the two. It's like, oh, that guy's so much cooler than that guy over there. Even though you would think that the Arizona Cardinals would be fucked in that weather. Right. I mean, that is not what yeah, Arizona is. True. Phoenix, fifth or fourth largest city in America. Yep. Fourth largest city in America. Beautiful city. Yes. That yeah. city is fucking Gorgeous. awesome. Top oh, tier. Yeah. I love I absolutely love Phoenix. But the thought that they would go into Arizona first game back with Kyler, still limping pregame, but once he got that thing warmed up with DeAndre Hopkins back, they are a wagon. They seem to be very consistent. 10 and 2. It doesn't feel like any moments too big. And uh, once we shout FaZe Clan. FaZe, Faze Clan! Hey, hey, hey. Collar seems to be a guy, and that team's loaded with them. I'm super pumped for the Cardinals. Stinks for the Bears, obviously. You guys stink. Andy sure. Dalton made some bad decisions in uh-huh. there. He got killed, made a couple plays as well. But the Cardinals showing up in Chicago I think is a big statement of who this team could be going forward.
3: Yeah, and Kyler, just to add to your point about who they brought in, like bringing in a veteran center who's been a pro bowler definitely helps uh-huh. with uh, Rodney Hudson. And then another rookie who's figured it out, not a rookie anymore, but Isaiah Simmons. Like When Isaiah Simmons first came in, it was like, where the hell are they going to play this guy? Is he going to be a safety? Is he going to be a DN? Is he going to be a linebacker? And they were just like, all right, we'll just put him in the middle of our defense and let him run around oh, and make plays. Him. And he's been unbelievable. Hey, you're going to play the eye position.
0: Mm-hmm. Is Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, hey, do whatever you got to do. You can keep up with wide receivers. You can hit running backs and you can take on D- our offensive linemen. Hey, last year, kind of lost, right? Yeah. You play a couple plays, you got that big pick and anytime he was yeah. on the field, he did something. That he doesn't know the full playbook yet or something like that. Now it's just like, Hey, fuck a playbook, dude. Just yeah. do what you got to do, especially because I mean, when Chandler's humming and then Buddha's doing his thing, oh. he got caught again. By the way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hey, Buddha's a playmaker, dude. superstar. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh.
4: He should have just put on the brakes a little bit and let everyone run by him, so he hit some blockers.
6: But yeah, he's too excited.
0: Well, you, I would be too. I mean, he was so close. Yeah, I mean that we'll grass is
6: it. slow at Soldier Field too. Oh, that weather too. Yeah, yeah, he got
0: his ass though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that Cardinals team though.
6: I think yeah. that is a good point too about them going into sh- Chicago because with them playing indoors and everything, like just that mental hump of like, hey, we can go play in like a very bad weather game, and I, I and don't think you was playing that well. Who,
5: Kyler Murray? Wait, I mean, he, I mean, I he might had have three of seen... those fumbles where like the snap was bad and shit like that. Like, I, I even the defense called him out more than anything. Hold on, did,
0: there was one insane snap that happened, right? Uh, was that a, was that Lamar? Oh, that was a play that got called a timeout or yeah. delay a game yeah. beforehand the that got moral. in there. I think Kyler yeah. had a couple of those too. Yeah. I think there was Russ a couple. Had one
3: yesterday. 18. Yeah, the weather
0: got terrible, huh? The weather has yeah. changed. So I didn't watch as closely as I should have for the, for the Bears game. Right. But
5: the only reason, those two interceptions mean, at in the beginning early. of the game right. was the only yeah. reason why they were up by that much.
0: Okay, cool. And I saw a couple runs, obviously, of Kyler where he looked very comfortable, very confident. I saw him hit DeAndre for 30 on like a fourth and two <laughs> in yeah. a bucket yeah. if he had mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So I, you're right. I guess I should have watched the entire game, every single snap, to see how they handled it. But I think mentally this is something they can lean on, much like you
6: said. Yeah, and also I think it is interesting because I saw a lot of people, at least on Twitter, saying like it's funny because after uh the rams win yesterday like that's still any all anyone's talking about you know like the cardinals i believe play the rams next monday night so like it'll be very i mean if they win that game they wrap up the division pretty much like it'll be very interesting to see how they they play against them because i think they are i mean outside of the packers and the bucks like i feel like they can beat anybody let's talk about the
0: rams Mm. You guys, are so, you're sold on. You like the Rams?
6: No, I think no. I don't think they're going to beat anybody. In the I playoffs. didn't
0: think yesterday was no. that big of a thing. No. I, I like. Listen, I had that game on because I even live bet the Jags plus twenty three or something like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I Had him at plus 23, and they started a little bit like they started holding him. I think they got six points at one point, and it was like I was just watching. I'm like, Here we go, let's go, Jacks. Uh-huh. Now's the time for you guys to just hang tough, hang tight. I should have known there's no way Urban Meyer goes to Los Angeles. <laughs> no, <laughs> true, sure, and right. then that team. There's no way. Long weekend, you know how many I mean? chop houses are in oh, LA? So too many too many. Oh my god, it's he, he went to an explore page of chop houses. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way Jacksonville was going to be able to show up. They got. Boat race. Oh, Sorry. yeah. And I don't know. Everybody says, you know, everybody's on scholarship in the NFL. So any team, any given Sunday or whatever. And they did win a couple games here, Jacksonville has. Th- that Houston team yesterday with how the Colts, oh, like what the Colts did to Houston yesterday. And I think it's um, Archuleta was calling that Adam. game. Yeah. Adam Archuleta. Yeah, he's,
4: um pretty good.
0: Go on. He had a personality when he was going. Oh, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. A lot of, I a lot of them. good jokes. I, well, a lot of that. I enjoyed it, though, I, because the game was what it was. But they were acting as if the Colts weren't just dominating – You know the Texans. The way they were speaking is almost like, you know, we thought it'd be worse or whatever. They just ran the ball right down the fucking Texans' throat. I, I mean, it was... There was no patience. I mean, there was so much patience in the run game. It was like Frank listened and heard everything that was said. The offensive line heard everything that was said. They heard everything that Frank said, too, on why we were doing this. We weren't being successful in this. They just fucking... Demolished the Houston. I mean, Slaughter. zero points for your offense. Tyrod Taylor gets hurt. By the way, love Tyrod. Yeah.
4: yeah, hey
0: Tyrod, sorry about it, dude. Season peace, Tyrod. Still gotta do those pushups, but T&G. yeah, still need pu- uh, public pushups out there. But for, uh, what's your name? B for Jane Tech. That was one of the wins that we got. We That's are right. bowl eligible too. I mean, hell yeah, people forget there, but the defense puts up a shutout. Okay, unbelievable on the first play of the fucking game. So, like, show up. How you doing? Keep it moving. DeForest Buckner is a game wrecker. Mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely. Darius Leonard flies around. The team is unbelievable. But they just ran it right down Houston. And I don't even know if there was enough prayers for Jack Easterby to put last night and yesterday that can make that team stop the Colts. And I think that was a big-time statement by the Colts. Like, hey, we... We understand what had happened was mm-hmm. against the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. We will continue to feed. We will continue to go. And uh, we'll be talking to Kenny Moore in like an hour from now. That team has to be in consideration right now, especially with only 8-4 and four being at the top of the AFC. Them at 7-5 and five or whatever the hell they are, 7-6. and six. Yeah. I mean, they're right around the corner. And they are playing great. See, Houston Texans. I actually thought numerous times during the game yesterday, how has this team won two games? Yeah, I know. How Insane. has this team won two I have no oh. idea how... They showed up for 60 minutes against an NFL team and got a win. Titans. Same thing with the Jags, too, though. Yeah.
6: They did. Well, And one of the Texans win is against the Jags. Yeah, but the Jags (laughs) also got a win. Against a team that's won five
0: straight. Yeah, that's That's right. Crazy. You know, so it's, none of it makes any sense, but there's some bad football going on right
3: now. Well, and with the Colts, because of the defense and the ground game, like we were just talking about the Cardinals being able to, you know, go into a bad weather stadium and kind of still perform. The Colts are built for it too. Like they can Mm. play defense, they can run the ball. Those are essentially the two most important things when you think about like having to go up to Buffalo in January or even New England. Like that is where you would need it more than anywhere else. Collinsworth and Al Michaels started talking about the The AFC playoff picture a little
0: bit during the game. Did they go to a studio highlight in the middle of the game? Yeah, it was very Mm -hmm. weird. Well, that was out of nowhere. That was
4: the end of the first quarter.
0: It was sponsored by somebody. Uh, It was brought to you by. I was like, how much? I was
4: confused. I thought it was halftime.
0: Me too. I didn't know. And I thought the game was delayed. I like went to the bathroom and I came back. I was like, oh, is there a storm? and they did like a quick minute-and-a-half update about what happened throughout the day. It was was an ad for somebody. I forget Mm -hmm. who it was. And then they went back to the game. But Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were talking about the AFC playoff picture, and Chris started talking about all these teams, and they showed them in there. It must have been in between. And it was almost like he had like a realization, and maybe he was setting it up the entire time. I don't know how Chris Collinsworth operates, whether or not those are all pre-canned answers or he thinks on the fly. feels like he is a think-out-loud guy. At the end, he said, the Colts team, though, feels like the team that yeah. can travel right now. now patriots all obviously same way two great running backs they run through that whole thing but when you talk about teams that are going to be around in the end it always revolves around who can run and who can stop the run and the colts are a team mm-hmm. right now that are fucking humming dude they're it's a great time to be a colts fan because just not too long ago they were two and four or one and five or something yeah. like yep. that. it's like this team stinks what happened? And I think they all wanted the same things they got to fix.
6: Well, and that's the big thing, right? It's just like them being consistent week in and week out because they'll do something like this and then next week come out and it's like, well, what? why didn't we do what we did last week? I feel like there's like four teams in the AFC. Like, you never know what the Chargers are going to do. You never know what the Bengals are going to ah. do. Like, they could either win by 41 week or get beat by 41 week. Like, it makes no fucking sense. And they're all in the playoffs right now.
0: Zito just told me that that ad was for Halo, by the way. Shout out to oh. Halo. Shout out to Halo. Shout out Halo. Shout out Halo. Shout out Halo. Shout out Halo. Nice. Halo's still doing it, huh? Oh, yeah. oh, oh no. Better than, no better than ever. Better than ever. Ah, that's actually a four statement, but uh, it's saw, very good though. I saw some scumbag that wrestles on Wednesday nights. Oh, he put out a big long tweet about how awesome this newest edition is. What a and I, I and although he is a scumbag, I do trust his opinion whenever it comes to this type of thing. <laughs> yeah. So I did find He's that like a
4: Halo sponsored guy. That's too, what I'm saying, sure. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I, is that I, that piece sc- of shit? Yeah.
6: That
1: piece of
3: shit who was over here. Oh that little fucker who was sitting in that seat. Yeah. But he gave He still
0: wrestles? I think he's thriving (laughs) I'm not 100% sure but I do believe he's doing I hope that thing is so loud he is but yeah one year ago today by the way
6: wow oh yeah Uh, that's
0: right I was kicking out of Panama Sunrise pissing off the entire IWC suck it mm -hmm. suck it suck
4: it (laughs) figured since you stopped carrying his career like he would Just go to die. No, that did not.
0: I think a lot of people are actually thinking that maybe he should get a little bit bigger of a push. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. He's a a fucking scumbag. Don't push him. It's probably
6: because he's a huge sack of shit. Oh, it's probably why, huh?
0: Oh, can't do it for this guy. right. Well, it's so loud whenever he... Nah. (laughs) He's a scumbag. He's He's a a sack of shit. Can't do it. That's terrible. But I do trust his opinion. (laughs) (laughs) And he said that... uh, you know, he said the Halo's a good game. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just assume he's right. They paid enough to interrupt an entire mm-hmm. broadcast on Sunday Night Football between the, the I mean, big-time game right there. Yeah. And then they just have a highlight. It's like perfect for that. But you're right. Let's go to two of those teams you mentioned there. chargers Bengals met in the middle of Ohio in a pretty cold, windy day to figure out which quarterback out of that draft class is going to make the most of themselves on this particular Sunday. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Joey Burrow depicted everything that there is to be an Ohioan. Mm -hmm. All right, this guy broke his fucking pinky finger. If he would have had a pinky ring on, it would have shattered into a million pieces because the sausage hanging from his fifth metatarsal pedatarsal swelled up so much from how broken it was. He was actually holding his hand behind his back during huddles Pulling his pinky, trying to keep it straight so it didn't hurt as bad. Battling through a very, very devastatingly painful injury in his throwing hand in the middle of, you know, cold as hell weather. I have a lot of respect for Joey Burrow. I have a lot of faith that Joey Burrow is a guy. But it ha- makes me wonder here. We're in December. December football? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens in December in... Uh, in the area of the country that we are in right now. Typically it gets cold and windy. It's it fucking freezing, right? Yeah. And miserable. Yeah, a little a little sleep, yeah no, eh? freezing, yeah. A little rain. Ride, ride, ride. Ride. Ride, ride. Ice hot. I'm worried that Cincinnati Bengals team ain't getting any extra reps because he had no goddamn indoor practice facility. Mm-hmm. And I ain't yeah. never seen something more prevalent than this weekend when the team from Los Angeles just came in and beat the hell out of them. Because that is what happened yesterday. Herbert showed up in a big way yesterday. Yeah. Herbert, by the way, celebrating in a big way. Herbert catching balls in a big way, spiking. Herbert understands the conversation, as does Joey B. That'll happen forever between the two of them. And who's, I mean, the 50-50 poll that we put out was so good that Good Morning Football did it literally the day after, Mm -hmm. and the NFL uh, Instagram did it and was like, hey, these two dudes are both dudes which dude would you select to lead your team if you had to we couldn't answer that question because herbert is 6'5, 240, absolute stud joey burrow we have no idea because he has glimpses of being the guy forever but then there's moments where he's like oh he's a bangle though so he's going to be put in bad situations and he's never really going to be able to make it but i guess chargers fans are saying oh whoa whoa we'll fuck up this career too do, yeah. do, do not do not let us get by in that whole thing just very fascinating career paths that we We will watch probably for the entire existence of our show Mm -hmm. because of how young they are. But that Chargers team yesterday was fucking balling. That fumble recovery obviously seals it to the house, can't happen late. But that Bengals team, they've got Mike Whited, then they got Herberted yesterday. What are they going to be? And then that Chargers team, there's games where they show up like they did yesterday and then there's games where they, what are they? Why is everything so inconsistent, you think, this season? I honestly wonder what the fuck it is.
3: Well, I just feel like every team, you know, because they look great one week, they get a little high on themselves and then all of a sudden they kind to fall off like that's my biggest worry about the pats i feel like that happened with the packers defense a little bit everyone's you know saying how great they are and they almost start to believe it a little bit and then isn't the it next week they get yeah they get kind of exposed on where they actually do have a lot of problems well
0: especially in a sport that involves combat you know and yeah. like physical mm-hmm. contact like if you start feeling yourself there's a chance you can get your ass run over i was never in that position though honestly like when i started feeling myself it only made me better because of my confidence went up yeah. and i was able to just kind of go do my thing i couldn't even Imagine that you couldn't get to a point where you're like, yeah, I'm pretty good. And then, <laughs> yeah. boom, yeah. just like a run over out of nowhere or take one Sunday off or have a couple bad plays that completely change the trajectory of a game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, I guess it's the highest level of the most popular sport in the world.
6: Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Got
0: him right. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's right, but I mean, there's a couple countries that are really big with a lot of people that don't necessarily love our sport. So we, yeah. we'll just count them as one vote. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh,
3: cricket in India is massive. I oh, guess now that you say that.
0: Oh, that guy? Yeah. I uh-huh. Did. Uh, he's a uh, ball yeah. player. An, an, uh, Andrage,
6: ball. Uh, Poon Robbie. Oh Rabi. my god, dude! God, yeah. Dominant guy. Yeah. He yeah. can sling it, but maybe the best ever. Mm-hmm.
0: Pat, how <laughs> do you how do you even know that? And why'd you look directly to Ty whenever <laughs> that was brought up? Great question. <clears throat> Whatever, observant viewer just asked right there. I was on GetUp a couple years ago, <laughs> and they wanted to ask a question about somebody being the most dominant person in a sport. <laughs> And uh, I just wanted to debate, so I, I well, actually, you know, before I actually you, texted Ty, Michael Jordan,
6: and uh-huh. you know Wayne Gretzky, and then. yeah,
0: and I I was like, I don't want to give like a regular one, so I texted Ty. I was like, Who's the, this? Is like live on set. I text Ty, who's like a popular cricket player. Can you? I don't have time to look this whole thing up. And Ty texts me back this person's name, and I go, All right, and then literally go on the screen, and they go, Pat, who do you think? And I, I
6: say it was such a, <laughs> such oh,
0: authority yeah. conviction. Oh my god. I'm so proud of him. I I love that guy. That was
6: awesome. He was unbelievable. They didn't have a highlights package ready or anything (laughs) like that. It's
7: just...
0: (laughs) Now that the world's opening back up, so many new thrills are on the horizon. Okay. And whether you've been in a relationship for years or just getting started, we're excited to get back out there and meet new people. Hell yeah. When the moment comes... It's not come too quick.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh <laughs> here we go.
0: <laughs> that is not what they had in their copy. They
3: okay.
0: should <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, I think they're going in a different direction, so let's go back a sentence or two. Okay. Okay. When you when the moment comes, you wanna be ready.
3: That's
1: yeah.
0: true, yeah. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, Ooh. all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Once you take care of that, though, you get the Roman swipes. Then, guess what? Ha! Huh? lasts a long time, banging up,
3: banging up, banging up. Yeah,
0: it's Pete Alonzo at the All <laughs> yes. at the Home Run Dirt right. Dangers,
3: <laughs> bingo, Occup-
0: her, population, you dude, hell yeah. This year should be a surefire Pro Bowl,
1: hell yeah,
0: All Pro, hell yeah. The guy that was spotlighted last week on Hard Knocks is an absolutely incredible member of this incredible society that is Indianapolis. A citizen that makes other people's lives better off the field and on the field, absolutely dominates, ladies and gentlemen. Kenny Moore, the Let's so, go. Hey, what's up, dude? Team photo day. You look clean, huh? Look clean out there.
7: For sure. I'm trying to uh, take out all the noise. I hope y'all can't hear too much of it. No. Right now. All good. Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. We're in the indoor right now.
0: Yeah, you look incredible. Uh, Let's uh, get to it before you have to get to your bye week. Congrats on lasting this far into the season, going through all the hurdles that you guys have been through, starting out slow, getting hot. Now a bye week is here. Just talk about the state of mind of where you guys are at right now.
7: Um, We all think it's coming in at perfect perfect timing. I mean, having that uh, Thursday night game versus the Jets and having that mini bye week and then having four more games and, you know, having that four more games until we reach this actual bye week, um, and having four more games to, to end the regular season. So uh, we all just want to get back uh, mentally squared away, physically squared away, and, and get our rest, and let's get back at it.
8: Hey, what's your schedule like for the rest of this week? And whenever you guys break
7: there in Indianapolis, are you going to get
8: to go anywhere and kind of relax for a few days?
7: Uh, for sure. So we'll break here after team photos, Ooh. Uh, and then we'll be done uh, until next Monday. So... For myself, I'll be heading to Florida, um, where I live in the off-season, and then I'm going back home uh, in Georgia um, to give back. I have an event down there um, on Friday, and then um – uh, I'll be able to see my college play on Saturday, so and and I'll get back up here on Sunday.
0: Okay, well, hey, that's awesome, by the way. Yeah. Always giving yeah. back. You're an incredible dude. Indianapolis is lucky to have you. You're undrafted. Now it feels like you're really coming into your own. Last week's Hard Knocks, I think, was a beautiful depiction of you as a human. Then this past game, play one, was a beautiful depiction of you as a player. How, how How's that happen? You just knew what they were going to do? And you're like, uh, you jumped the route, or are you just, are you in like the best shape of all time that play one, you can be the most explosive human on a play. How's that happen? That was
7: incredible. I mean, you know, Pat, AJ, you know, you always want to come out with a fast start. So um, y'all are uh, normal to it. Uh, and for myself, it was boot. Um, he wanted to keep the play alive. I just seen him. Uh, he kept staring at number one. And I peripheral one, but I had opened up. I had to open up posture. And uh, usually whenever a quarterback is scrambling, a uh, receiver tries to fake like he's going deep, but he'll try to break it down, you know, towards the sideline. So um, it's one of those tendencies that a lot of teams do, and I just wanted to jump it. Is that the first time you've ever picked off the first play like at
8: any level that you've played?
7: Um, first play, yeah, but um, I've done it the second play.
8: <laughs> hey, what do you think that
7: does to an opposing quarterback
8: when the first ball that leaves his hand is picked off? Like I can imagine that would play mind games on my confidence if I was an NFL quarterback.
7: I mean, turning the ball over the first play of the game was pretty good, but, you know, having JT and, and the offense that we have, they were able to, you know, uh, come up with points um, right there at that point in the game, too. So to be, to be able to, you know, start the game uh, with the ball, even though you weren't supposed to get the ball, um, that was a pretty good, you know, spot in the game where we can take advantage of getting the ball pretty much first in the first quarter as well as, you know, in the third quarter.
0: Just an absolutely dominant win, literally from the first play on against Houston. Division, I mean, they're in quite a turnover, and the way you guys have been playing, to say they're a rival at this point would be, you know, a wrong statement, but they have been through the test of time, but who cares about them now? Let's talk about you guys. Uh, In the AFC, especially in the playoff picture, as you guys go into bye week, you're going to hear all these conversations from your family and from your friends and everything. The AFC is wide open what wide open and there's no team offense defense special teams playing as hot as you guys except for maybe the patriots and we'll find out tonight if they can maintain that is that do you guys think about that do you acknowledge that do you talk about that because you guys started so slow there was a lot of like oh what the hell happened this roster is incredible is there conversation amongst you guys about you guys know exactly where you can go and what you can do with this season and how it's playing out
7: uh, no doubt, and we have the team meetings and you know defensive unit meetings, saying, you know how good we are, and you know who we can be, and who's on our roster. And who, but I mean, I'm the type of player where I don't really care. I mean, I've already I've already talked to the team, and you know, told them who, who cares what any of you think who who what the world thinks. It doesn't really matter until we go out there and prove it. So um, that's the only way we'll get our own respect if, is if we go out there and are trusting each other and make the plays that we're supposed to make. Um and it doesn't really matter, you know, how anyone else um sees us.
8: Yeah, what's I would imagine Frank Reich feels like he has like a steady, calm demeanor. He and Carson Wentz seems like they have a great relationship. What's that like behind the scenes? What's he like in team meetings and everything? He seems like he's kind of steady and seems to
7: always be the same guy. Um, he's very consistent. I mean, like you said, you know, even without hard being here, without, you know, the cameras being on, uh Coach Reich, uh he's always the personable guy, uh, he's the player's coach. And uh, I believe I saw, uh, I'm not sure if we won or lost the game, but he he said in the press conference after a game, um, it was a Bible verse and he was pretty much just uh, giving his whole spiel about like, you know, what he believed in and stuff like that. And he's like that every single Wednesday, he's like that every single Thursday, whenever he come and talk to the defense. So um, the Frank Wright that you see, um in, in the media, that's the frank right you see every every single day.
0: How awesome is that to have just such a consistent figure and is that why you think you were able to go through what you want through this season because the the culture never blinked huh behind the scenes even when you guys weren't winning as many games early?
7: yeah, i mean and, and it's, it's it's not something that you know we're all new to. you know, we've been preaching this type of thing in training camp. uh we were already preaching that it was going to be some type of adversity that we would go through you know, at some part of the season or multiple times during the season. But, you know, we just got to, you know, keep at our job. We just got to keep trusting in each other and, and in the process um to come out here strong. And, and that's what we're here to do. Are you near Chris
0: Ballard right there? He's going to have to pay you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. he's going to have yeah. Hey, hey is, he near? Yeah. is he near you? You don't have to say it.
3: I'll say it. All right. Go ahead, Connor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kenny, on that uh, interception on the first play, they actually ruled it incomplete and then you guys had to challenge it. And I don't remember if it was before the break or after, but you and a few other guys on the defense were joking around with the referee. What was that conversation like? And do you usually kind of shoot the shit with whoever's uh, calling the game?
7: Bro, the ref didn't want to give us the ball. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and you know how it is. Whenever you get a turnover, you got to keep that ball. And if, for some reason, I thought they had like swapped the ball out with another one. Um, a ref from the sideline came out with a ball. The the ref on the field already had had a ball for the next play, and I was like, "Who are y'all? Are y'all going for the the Texas? Do y'all want us to lose this game? Or, <laughs> or are y'all actual referees?" But uh, yeah, we were all just laughing about it, and we were just trying to put the pressure on the the ref that was at at the middle of the field.
0: It seems like your entire defense has a great time. You guys don't really talk shit much, or you do? I, I don't really, I can't get a good vibe because you guys have the most infectious energy it feels like all the time, but there's not a lot of jawing with the other team either.
7: Um, it, It's not really about the other team, honestly. I, I think our energy and, and, our, and our fun comes from within each other. It's about putting the pressure on each other pretty much just to make the play. Before we had even reached the field yesterday, uh we were already coming up with the dance that we were gonna do, and it was a crazy one that uh we all did yesterday after the first play of the game but and then a- after the fumble we are we had already uh said that we would do hit the quan so uh actually it's it's a lot of stress that goes into it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know to have fun to to be positive to to make plays you just gotta uh, like I said, just trusting each other and, and pretty much just be kids all over again. You guys
0: are crushing it. Go ahead, Diggs.
4: Kenny, is what about the slot makes it, like, what about the slot that you do love the most? Is it is it coming up and filling in the box? You get to blitz some. You, there's two-way goes on the wide receivers. What, like, what makes you good at that position?
7: Oh, it's probably I can expect action pretty much each play. Um, if it's a run play, if it's a wayside run, maybe the runner will cut back. If it's to me, I'll have to fit up a block and go make the play. Uh, if it's a pass play, I'll obviously be guarding somebody or I'll be sitting in the zone to to bait a quarterback. It, it's so much stuff. But, you know, playing, outsides, playing outside corners, a lot of corners that tell you that it's easy to go to sleep, I, I feel like, in the league. That's probably the reason why Jalen Ramsey probably moved inside because uh, it just got too boring on to the outside for him. You know, whenever a quarterback not throwing your way, it's easy to – you know, take, take away a whole side of the field. So, um, but at nickel, uh, I don't really think there is no, no taking you out of the game for the most part.
0: That's hilarious to think it's like baseball, you know, <laughs> yeah. sitting out there in like right field. It's like, come on. Like this is, it's a huge compliment. Obviously it's a massive compliment. It means you're really good. That'd be hilarious to think that like, right, I need to go do it. Can you, can we switch? I'd like to come inside. <laughs> yeah. um, do, don't you think like the tight end positions getting a lot more respect? The slot, nickel d whatever the case is that's become something with the way offenses have been set up Has it already kind of been separating itself as its own uh linebacker safety corner hybrid position business wise or are you guys kind of slotted in to the secondary
7: Ooh, i think uh it's making some type of um you, you know step of being acknowledged but um I think there's a long way to go as far as having the respect on the position. Yeah.
1: Um
7: I don't I don't think a lot of people know what goes into being a slot cornerback, but it's pretty much corner, safety, and linebacker uh all at once and and then you can say it's defensive line too because we blitz as well. So, um it's pretty much all of those things all in one position and then all the pressure falls on that one position as far as getting people lined up, uh communication, um and just working with each other. So, um, it deserves the, a little to my bit mind, more to respect. Home, home, to my own right. horn, but uh, I, I love the position.
8: Yeah, that sounds I mean. it, it. absolutely deserves more <laughs> respect. I think how you laid it out, like, you have to be able to do everything. It's not just, hey, I'm a cover guy or oh, I'm, I'm a guy that's a, a thumper. Like, you have to do it all. Is that something – have you always been that guy? You're a great blitzer as well and not scared to be physical and take on blocks. Is that something you worked on when you were young and in college?
7: Uh, my last year in college, uh, I was pretty much in that, in that role, but it was at a much less degree. Um, but being here with Coach Iberflues, he's obviously put a lot of pressure on me to, first of all, being able to learn the defense um, in and out and not only learning my position but the guys around me. Um, and it's something that I'm still working on. And, you know, just honing in on tackling, taking pride in, you know, each trait of the position and not just you know covering somebody. It's not just um, going down and attacking somebody, but it's so many different things that you got to take pride in to be a complete play- player.
0: How'd you not get drafted? Huh? There's a lot of people that get drafted. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that get drafted. What, what happened? How, how'd that happen? You run slow? Did you run a slow 40 in front of some people?
7: <laughs> no, not at all. I run a 4-4. Woo! fast huh
0: (laughs) pretty quick yeah
7: uh i started playing football my senior year of high school so um i didn't have the experience and exposure to go to a a a big school and so i just stayed in my hometown to play at a division two school
0: what you do before that
7: uh before football yeah basketball track soccer
0: oh soccer oh i see you got good feet there you kick a little bit have to if you have to
7: a little bit, a little bit. Let's let's hit the fields.
0: Oh, really? You still gotta you kick field goals and stuff. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all
6: right, cool. Go ahead, Ty. Kenny, you mentioned it earlier with Hard Knocks being there. Is that something like? Obviously, they did the the piece on you. But do you even notice that at all? And is that something where you'd watch those episodes on like a Wednesday, or you've already lived it so there's it's not
7: necessary. Yeah, so the cameras are around, but they do their best to stay out of the way. Um and I think they've been doing a tremendous job of, you know, just letting us um hone into our job. And yeah, I do watch the episodes. At first, I didn't. I didn't really uh want to get carried away with everything we had going on, but I think it's important to learn about your teammates um more so beyond of the surface that you talk about. Like we talk we talk to each other um having conversations outside of football, but um, I, I think the show tells even more about someone's story, and, you know, that's something that I, I like about it.
0: You you ever have Grover's wings, man? He makes them in the sink. That's, he, they're, they really look incredible, though. They look incredible.
7: Yeah, yeah I, have, I have. It's pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: Hey, Grover's going to have his own little store chain if he gets you
7: going. It's awesome. Kenny, enjoy the
0: hell out of your bye week, sir. Good luck the rest of the way, and we appreciate your time.
7: Yes, sir. Always.
0: Thank you. Hey Jim Ursa. Hey, how's the photo? How's the team photo going? We already took it. Are you done taking the photo?
7: No, nah, they done. They done.
0: How'd it go? It's always a great day. Team photo day is always <laughs> electrifying. Always.
7: Yeah, it's cool, but it would be great to get out of here too. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies
0: and gentlemen, Kenny Moore, in a second. We do apologize. It is time for us to get hot. Now, I would like to formally announce right now that the man who will be saddling. The Super Boost horse hails from Centerville, Ohio. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, and a man that is currently in the lead on the against-the-spread picks for Week 13. Could change for tonight, though. Mm-hmm. Absolute stud of a picker, Super Boost glory taker. Ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. A.J. We appreciate you, AJ. We're proud of you, man.
8: Hey, we appreciate
0: you. you Good job, AJ. AJ! Hey, how
8: could that change tonight? You can't catch up tonight in one game. Yeah, Yeah. well, actually, there (laughs) was a recount, Uh, my friend. Oh, okay. uh, That's
0: interesting. You're still in the lead. You're still in the lead. But there was 13 games. And uh, the original record only had it for 12 games. So they had to recount, redo the math. Turns out you're only one
8: game ahead. Turns out you got better. I got worse somehow. No, no. Because no. you told me on the phone, hey, you're 8-4, and four, bud. I'm 6-6. Six and six. Do Shocking the math. That this turns out to, do, to be do, 40 minutes later. Do the math. Do the math, please. I don't even need to do the math. It's not like the graphic means anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude. They take time on this graphic. Triple I mean, it's beautiful graphic, but I'm saying... The names are placed exactly where you tell them to place them.
0: No, I do not. (laughs) I am not in on this conversation here. This is actually above me. This is in a different department. This is in Bruce... Dirty. <laughs> That's right. The uh, Gumpy Department, I believe, is even involved. Zito's a part of this entire thing because he takes all the bets as an actual bet in a parlay every single week. There was a lot of, we'll hit, we'll
5: hit one of these days.
0: A lot of minds that came together for this and I was not involved in it. This is not my thing because I would not want to tamper with the outcome. Speaking of The outcome could change after tonight's game, A.J. And before we dive into this game, which sees Bill Belichick getting two and a half points in Buffalo, we have to talk about what happened yesterday. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Chiefs, Chargers, what do you want to dive into first, A.J.? There's a lot to fucking chat about.
8: Well, the Chargers, I guess, jumping out to an early lead and and running away, kind of. Cincinnati came back, I don't know, if Joe Burrow's pinky is not messed up is it a closer game
0: Uh, I don't know I honestly have no idea I mean Jamar Chase did something that we hadn't seen from him since training camp right Mm -hmm. remember training camp conversation was Jamar Chase can't catch the NFL ball for whatever reason then he said in an interview I think previously to getting into training camp or maybe another time somewhere in there that the NFL ball is a little bit harder to catch because it's bigger or something like that that clip got taken out of context completely Mm -hmm. and he was buried by everybody the NFL ball is too hard to catch he's dropping balls. This guy stinks. Then they got into the season and Joey Burrow was like, "Uh, everybody needs to fucking relax. Throws him a touchdown every single quarter, basically, to start that entire thing. He becomes a guy. Early... You know, bobble, throw into the Charger guy's hand. At 22 miles an hour, they're doing this, by the way. Or 20 miles an hour, they're doing this, by the way. Absolutely insane play. And then that kind of just set it all up, AJ. There was a little bit of a moment there where it felt like Joey B was coming back into it. And Joey B was the ultimate Ohioan with the, you know, the AJ Hawk pinky. Oh, yeah. The whole thing dealing. I ain't fucking coming out. Don't wrap it. I don't need that stupid glove. It's uncomfortable. Get me out of here. Don't just cut the pinky off of the glove. No. No, no, no. No, no. 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 Take the whole fucking glove off. I'm from Ohio. This is Ohio. (laughs) We don't have an indoor facility. Do your thing. Incredible toughness. Then that fumbles, scoop, and score. I mean, it was – I think the Chargers won that game pretty mightily. I don't know what it looks like for the Bengals going forward. They're so hit or miss, AJ. So are the Chargers, though, I guess.
8: Yeah, the Bengals are. But, I mean, the the Bengals' defense still can play at a very high level at times. I think if Joe Burrow – if the pinky's not a huge deal – I think they're going to be all right, man. I don't know. They, they every who isn't hit or miss this year, though, in the NFL, who oh. has been steady, consistent, we can count on you. Okay, so let's
0: go to that team. Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. If he's playing and D-Hop's playing, pretty consistent operation, especially with how that defense has been playing. They go into Chicago. This is a big-time statement win, I think. Not just for, you know, us pundit idiots, but also inside the locker room. Because maybe there would be a little bit of doubt from somebody saying, in the playoffs, we're going to have to go on the road and win somewhere difficult. We're going to have to deal with these, uh, you know, conditions that are miserable. And Cliff Kingsbury said, boys, I'm a Cool as shit. All right. I'm going to wear a flat bill. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to do this whole thing. Nagy's going to have that beanie twisted on his head. And we're just going to do our thing. Now, there was a couple of baubles and things like that. But I think the Cardinals, just uh, very much unlike last year. Last year, they were inconsistent as shit. I lost a lot of money off. I mean, so much money riding with them blindly every single week. They were so up and down. They'd be so great and then so awful. This year, it feels like they are a team 10-2 and two right now. Nobody's looking like
8: that. No. you And I... You mentioning that the fact that they went into Chicago, and it was crazy. They showed how windy it was. Was that the game where they were showing ponchos that people yeah, could it yeah. off? Yeah, their yeah. So that, was Chicago, Zito, right?
0: so that was not Zito. That was, no, what? What? That was not me. Because no, it did look like a Zito production with how it looked like a garbage bag that didn't have holes. And then the person thought magically there would be holes. Yeah. Apparently, that guy
5: did not <laughs> suffocate either. A lot of people thought that he died. So He did oh, not die. He's actually right here. He's after right here. okay. No, I'm no, going right. no yeah, no. okay. okay. There was a hot dog hole in there, though. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh,
1: <laughs>
8: call that <a> glory hole. <laughs> that was the only one.
1: Yeah. but hey, them winning,
8: team. winning a cold, windy game. I think it proves to themselves more than, yes. yeah, They can you're, they're always wondering in the back of their mind too. Like, yeah, we are. When we have this grass, that, as you say, takes a walk outside to grow and then comes back in and we have these perfect conditions. Yeah. We're an explosive team, but if we can go on the road on the worst field in the NFL, which Chicago by far worst grass in the NFL right with windy conditions, it's rainy, it's wet. Yeah, you can go win there. It's pretty good, man. And I don't I mean, yeah, the Bears the Bears are still all right. You can't say like, "Oh, well, they beat the Bears." It's still still an NFL squad and has plenty of talent on the team. Thank you.
0: You talked to Andy Dalton within the last like 12 hours? Hmm. I have not, why? How's he doing, man? Call him up. There was a
6: couple. Yeah. 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 Give him yeah. Some I mean, he made some
0: plays, did some other stuff. He just every time I'm sick of I'm sick of seeing miserable Andy Dalton on a football field. You know what I mean? And then cuz it's Cincinnati it was just so cool to watch. He yeah, won like eleven games, like eleven. How many did you guys win? Um, in a, there was like ten win seasons in like four or five straight yeah. years.
8: We may have won twelve the, the year I was there.
0: AFC. You know, he won so much, but he was oh this game manager. Okay, this game exactly, and then they <laughs> couldn't really get going whenever it had to happen, but also. I mean, I don't think they had a scouting department. Nope. No, no, I don't. I don't think no, they no. had. Uh, I don't think they had, they had a chef on. No. I don't. I still. I'm not sure about no. that. They didn't have an indoor. So um, Andy Dalton, I think, has won a lot in conditions that not a lot of quarterbacks probably could have. So I always, you know, wish for the best of Andy Dalton, you know, and for Andy Dalton because I met him down at the Pro Bowl. <clears throat> no big deal. I made it. Oh, yeah. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ayo was pretty cool A little I don't mean that It's a joke It's all a popularity thing I mean you gotta take All of these awards That aren't being voted on By people that are actually Doing it into You know Definitely account
3: <laughs> Except the Heisman Radio And the hashtag award
0: Well that's <laughs> Those mostly, those mostly, but the, the entire thought of Andy Dalton being, what do they do the rest of the year? You just, Justin Fields just takes his lumps the rest of the year. They move on and they, I mean, what, what are they, Zito, you were there yesterday trying to get that thing on. Like, oh, yeah. what is the, what is the feel around Chicago? There has to be some sort of optimism, I guess, because Justin Fields is there, but what if Justin Fields isn't, he might be, I, uh, hey, He might be a guy, everybody, everything says he has the potential to be a guy, but stats and shit say there's... There's a chance he's not as well. What is the thought around Chicago?
5: Chicago just wants Nagy and Pace out at any cost. They that's it. That's all it is right now. One narrative. They like Fields still. Uh, they liked Andy for a little bit, but they, they hate him now after yesterday. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> Wait, they
8: want to both out though, Nagy and Pace? Like, is it a package deal?
5: Well, <laughs> what I heard, they're going to give Pace a higher job, like a president. Oh, of an Elway type yeah, of yeah, yeah, And then works. bring their GM in. But well, like, that's what Elway
0: did, right? So oh, yeah. Elway's sitting up there in the top box with some, uh, he got a whole team there. <laughs> <laughs> What we, no, everybody told me it was sunflower seeds. That's what the internet told oh, me. Oh, not a of. chance. Ah. I was like, I don't know if you've ever sat with somebody who had a massive amount of fucking dip <laughs> in their mouth. <mind. laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a chance. That dream would be big time. I down not in a much better place. Now he's got no control over anything, although everybody was bashing him for starting Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Locke. I got a lot of tweets from like, tell him to stop, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know him personally I don't think I could tell him anything but he got in that promotion out of an actual role thing you know to himself now he's president of operations then he'll be a GM how much state does he still have is it still his thing or is general manager George Patton in charge of everything
6: Uh, from what I've heard and when I say that I mean Michael Lombardi said this on his (laughs) podcast so uh, what he heard or what he knows is that Elway's still pulling all the strings and making all the decisions like they got this guy in there and like i I don't know if it was pr to move LA up to an elevated position but he's the one pulling all the strings still
0: interesting because that could be the blueprint for the future if you let if you why make the move though why do that okay so if you think all right let's put Hmm. the thinking cap on i think this is
8: pretty good yeah i need to know like maybe you're trying to mentor him but no why you bring on an extra salary and pay another person no so who cares about the
0: salary if you're going to be good so if you believe in somebody's plan but the public opinion isn't a good one on this person Okay, so you get him out of a role of public power, put him in a private role of power. Let somebody else be the new face that can kind of take shots. If you believe that this person's plan could eventually work without having to face the music of not making any changes to be a better team, is that what Denver did for John Elway?
4: The old figurehead model.
8: Yeah, the old puppet model. Yeah, Yeah. the whole like. Isn't it possible Elway didn't want to be the guy having to make all those decisions? He's like, man, I've been performing at the elite level his whole life did this gm thing like maybe i don't want the day-to-day stress that comes with this let me have a role where i can go shake hands and take care of people
0: first of all what you're saying is very valid to all the incredibly wealthy people that sign up to do jobs that require full-time bullshit I have the utmost respect. John Elway had like 7,000 car dealerships or yeah. something like that in Denver. He's like a notorious businessman, has all that money, still wanted to work. I think a lot of Broncos fans would say, thanks for the Super Bowl. Peyton was awesome. A lot of decisions that are head scratchers. Brock Osweiler still getting paid, I think, yeah. from the Broncos yeah. at this moment to be quarterback for them. Uh, so I agree. Maybe he is just kind of stepping down for less work and going into a consulting position where he'll come in, ah, I don't like it. Nope. <laughs> all right oh yeah i like that don't do that consulting roles are the best they're in every field i guess these motherfuckers have the gig i mean that is no responsibility no accountability but they got ideas it's fucking good for them whoever and they you are. get
8: cash if you're good you can go in there spend three and a half days with the company and get paid nice money i think everything you're doing is wrong let me fix it
0: <laughs> it's gonna i had a guy tell me um after coming out of the draft or whatever, or coming in uh, out of my senior year into the draft, he was watching me uh, kick down at the Senior Bowl, and he said, "Oh, I see so many things wrong or whatever." You know. Wait, like, who was this guy for? Who nah, is that? I'm not saying his name. I'm not saying his Wait, name. Wait, but he is a coach. I don't know. I don't know what he is. Okay, I don't know sorry. What he, is. he said, "I see so much wrong with you or whatever," and I'm like, "Okay, what is it?" He's like, "Well." You pay me $13,000 a day (laughs) and come out to my kicking uh, uh, home. We have an entire facility. I will get you right or whatever. And I said, "Uh, what is one thing, though? You know, like maybe we could. Well, I I would have to use my state-of-the-art technology Uh, to really explain everything to you at my facility. No
8: way. This really happened?
0: Really happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And down to Senior Bowl, you know, you're told, like, hey, be on your P's and Q's. Everybody could be, like. An NFL yeah. GM or whatever. So I'm, I'm like trying to have like a good conversation with this guy while literally thinking in the back of my head, I should smack this motherfucker right in the mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, it's like a very, it was an interesting balance. But yeah, that's like consultants. That's, what, hey, I yeah. could tell you how to fix this whole thing. Well, can you tell me one? Well, that's going to cost you. you know? uh-huh. Every thought isn't free, okay, especially from me. And that's that's how they roll there. But maybe that's how Elway is. Maybe that's what Pace will go up to be. He'll get promoted into a consulting position mm-hmm. where he'll get to come in and You know, spread the good words, good thoughts whenever he wants to or has to.
3: Obviously, Sertain has turned into like an unbelievable corner, but wasn't that the thought on why Denver didn't take a quarterback? Because Locke was Elway's guy, and if Patton took a quarterback, he'd basically be writing off Drew Locke. Yeah, and disrespecting Elway's kind of plan going forward. Wasn't that a narrative at (sighs) least? I For a little bit. I thought it was. So then would Pace, whoever's next is like Justin
0: Fields is – pace his guy yeah. be disrespectful it's almost pretty similar I mean it's a pretty similar
3: situation I mean, there, absolutely I, I mean the Bears should bring in you know right now the star pupil of the Bill Belichick front office academy Matt Patricia No, no, no you no, no, have no, him turn the whole thing on
0: Matt him. Patricia the last one to sign off on Mac Jones getting drafted don't ever forget about it boom AJ
8: don't I will, I, I will not I have a ton of respect for Patricia but I do Me wonder too. is he going to get another uh, chance to become a head coach in the NFL no way Mm-mm. I don't think he wants
0: to be even back. with time no. I look
8: six, seven years from now.
0: Feels like Matt Patricia probably doesn't want to be. I mean, after talking to him down there
8: super <laughs> Radio yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but know, he wants to coach. You're saying he doesn't want to be I a head coach? I that. don't
0: think he wants to be a head coach. I, I think he just likes, I don't think he likes dealing with all the bullshit. I, I think he's like,
8: hey, he's a ball He's guy. a football guy. Yeah,
0: I like ball. Yeah. He's loving ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy loves oh, ball. Oh, man.
8: There was a lot of that <laughs> yesterday yeah.
0: on the internet. A lot of Loving it. ball, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves Ball, it's terrible.
8: Though. It's terrible. Everybody yeah. loves
0: Ball. <laughs> Gardner Minshew does love Ball, though. Yeah, uh-huh. Gardner Minshew
8: loves his dad, too, and he's excited in his post-game celebration. You
0: talk about Flint? Fucking Flint awesome. Minshew, dude. Fucking that come on. Hey, we fucking still <laughs> yeah. got it. We did it, man. Think about all of the travel, all the hours, all the days. That's so
8: awesome. Yes, yeah.
0: all the days those two have spent together working on getting to this moment. Hasn't had a win as a starter since last year, week one. Obviously, he gets thrusted into a position in Jacksonville that's insane. They move forward. He goes to Philly. He gets a chance to play again. Minshew mania was down in Jacksonville heavy. head bandanas and shit was being sold around the stadium. Jorts were being worn by everybody that wasn't already wearing them in Jacksonville because of this dude. And uh, that moment between the son and dad, like – that's what gets me, I think, the most. Those are the ones in sports that get me the most because Tim McAfee had to shag like fucking 40 balls a night and he blew out his entire shoulder while we're jumping fences to go kick on fields. You know, so whenever I potentially kick off a Super Bowl, like I know, I know Tim, you know, like I know he feels like, hey, we did it or whatever. That Gardner, Gardner Flint situation there, so cool. That is an awesome, awesome thing there.
8: But it just seemed so like authentic, an organic situation. Yeah, there's fans like behind the fence yelling, but yeah, I, I'm sure you can relate. A lot of times when dudes get super juiced, like you just beat the hell out of each other, and that's kind of <laughs> what happened there. And I, I love seeing that. Like, yeah. Gardner Gardner couldn't let it go; like he just had to keep reconnecting. I'm like, this is awesome, and his dad was all for it. How about Flint Minshew in there? Oh. All right, man. I don't have fucking pads on. <laughs> yeah. All right, and the jacket,
0: awesome. Good shot. Yeah, there is yeah. one. Break every duckle. Give me another one. There we go. Oh, another oh. one, a little, a little. Uh, gr- hey, I crack do like when he, when
8: he he like rests his head on his dad's shoulder. It's like the sweetest thing ever. Yeah, I think so I too. Know.
0: That's the real moment, you know. Right here,
8: right there. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeez.
0: Hey, good for you. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. love and ball, man. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what's going <laughs> on. You got to sign do? that guy up,
8: man. If you're a oh, coach. Yeah. All
0: great. right. What well, is? Uh, yeah. Who? Who? Flint. Both of them. Yeah, I think so. Let's let's talk about Sirianni though. Yeah. Hey, we're running the ball. Gardner Minshew's hitting the tight end a lot. Mm-hmm. Coach Sirianni, big time, big time win Whew. over a team that, you know, I, I saw Salah Donna, I mean, doing his thing. But this is a massive, massive win with Gardner Minshew at the helm. What did you see in Gardner, Coach Sirianni, and? And basically the team that you knew were, you were going to win this weekend.
6: Well, if you remember correctly, back to the draft, I was one-on-one with Gardner Minshield, and we we took our shirts off. We were playing horse and stuff like that. And i was oh. like, this guy is so fucking competitive. I need this guy. And it's unfortunate because bye-bye, Jalen. You're oh, done. No! You're done, buddy. No! I got a new quarterback. Now, how can you say no to this guy? How can you fucking say no to this guy? Grant, you mentioned it. The Jets stink. I mean, it might be time to move on from Bob Salah already. I mean, whoa, whoa. Hey, everyone talking about Dan Campbell and, you know, all that kind of stuff. That guy is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Their defense stinks. I thought he was a defensive guy. He's got no juice, but Gardner Minshew is going to, I mean, we're going to win the division. Obviously, we prove that yesterday, <laughs> he's going to be our quarterback moving forward. Quarterback, quarterback. Uh,
0: as your as your quarterback, uh, let's talk about the the quarterback position as a whole. You just said bye bye to Jalen. What are you doing? You're cutting him? I thought you guys had a lot in common. I thought you
6: saw the world the same way. I thought
0: just weeks ago you guys were best as of friends. No, no, we're not
6: cutting, but but guess what, buddy? He ain't playing quarterback for the rest of the season, okay? Because <laughs> Gardner get. I mean, Jalen, what you know? He basically goes nine of eighteen for like 112 yards and runs for 70 yards every week like that's fun we can we can <laughs> do that but that's not going to win us football games down the stretch Gardner Minshew I mean what 80 percent completion percentage yesterday unbelievable. <laughs> AJ your question for coach coach are you going to
8: push the uh the PR department to start selling like Gardner Minshew headbands and do all the things that Jacksonville didn't really get on board with this guy
6: uh we'll see. I mean I think that was kind of childish and kind of dumb. I don't know why they were doing that, but uh, I I mean hey, you know you heard the steps fans in the stadium. They love this guy. They love They've already forgotten about J. Hey Lewis. coach real
8: quick. Who's more Jack? You or Gardner. You said you had your shirts off playing horse.
6: Oh, you didn't see it in the locker room, but you saw him shoving his dad. We did that with each other in the locker room for fifteen, sixteen. I mean, I might you guys already hurts. got that father wow. son? Yeah, absolutely. My chest hurts so fucking bad from how much we were pushing each other back and forth. I mean, we He we felt lo- it too though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's gonna be pretty be- I mean i on the injury mind. list. Honestly, I heard. yeah, Jalen might have to play next week. We fucking went at each other big time. That's a big win. That's a big win. We're not dead yet. Go ahead,
4: go. So, Coach CJ Mosley said that your team was fucking Disrespectful to the Jets uh, on and off the field. Oh yeah, no handshake. Yeah, no handshake. Like, what's going on with that? Yeah,
6: boohoo. That's dog mentality. That's what we. <laughs> that's what we preach around here. I mean, if you don't want to be a dog, you know. I mean, hey, it's a barker, barker bite. You know, I mean, we bite. You know, you can bark before the game. All that bullshit, but it's a dog mentality around here. Always has been. Uh, wow.
0: That was your best work. Wow. Thank you,
6: coach. Thank you, coach.
0: Is the host of the Man-to-Man podcast, a nine-year NFL vet, and also host of Everything DB. Ladies and gentlemen, teammate of mine, incredibly intelligent man, dad of the year, Darius Butler. d yeah! hey, 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 DB, hey. hey, what's going on, man? Not too much, man. Hanging in there. What's going on, fellas? Just hanging out. I'm in the middle of, obviously, an epic golf ball bounce, so I apologize for not looking at the screen currently, but Darius, let's dive right into it. What the fuck were the Vikings doing yesterday? What was that? Jeez. How's that happened, D-Butt? How is that even a situation that we have to be miserable because of with the Super Boost dying as the Lions man. get their first win on the last second play? I,
9: I heard Tone earlier go down uh, their historically bad two-minute defense, uh, which is shocking, you know, with, with, with Zimmer obviously been at the helm, but that was terrible, man. Uh, you let go drop down, no timeouts, but then you got it all online, one play. Like A.J. said earlier, you got to defend that goal line. Like, I mean, that's you got to defend that with your life. You have to make the receiver run uh, you into the end zone. So the corner played it way too soft. Um, I mean, the, the play call isn't terrible. Some people, you either send max pressure, you go max coverage, but either one of them, uh, the, the advantage is still on the defense. You just got to execute better. Terrible by the player and uh, bad by the coaching staff as well.
8: D, but on that last play, do you think it was a communication error, like the, with the DB being three or four yards deep in the end zone? Was he waiting for some kind of inside receiver breaking out, and he was protecting himself? Because like, if you're not in front of the goal line, like they're going to score, they're going to turn around and score. On like, everyone, <laughs> yeah. It's a
9: touchdown. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see any possible communication error. Honestly, I mean, that's something you got to practice. That's something, and any, any, anybody knows on any level. Like, hey, last play of the game, fourth down. Don't let this guy in the end zone. Uh, so it was uh, inexplicable by 27. He was almost in a bell when you look at like the, the, the screenshots of it. He was bailing out like he was in the middle of the field, afraid to get beat deep, and let the guy just hook it up right between him and the safeties. I mean, it, it was just horrible. Detroit Lions did everything they could possibly do to lose that game before that, yeah. and then golf oh, and yeah. the MCDC <laughs> We got their first win, so, you that's know, right. shout out to Foxy.
0: Hey, shout out, Foxy. Yeah, shout
9: out, Foxy. Foxy. Hey, we're
0: all incredibly happy for you.
9: Thank you. Nah, you banned it from the Super Boos. I heard that's that's fucked up. No, no not me. I didn't
0: ban him. Tone did. but <laughs> That I did was a think,
9: recommendation.
0: I didn't. No, Tone you're said, please. You're,
9: you're, banned. Banned. you're
0: banned. You're banned. You're banned. you banned. You're banned. <laughs> Classic Tone, by the way. Um, Let's move to a different story that involves Tone. Ben Roethlisberger says hey, boys. One last trip around the Ferris wheel here. One more go for the old gipper that is Ben Roethlisberger. Your thoughts on that potentially motivating the squad and what happened to the Ravens? What's going on in Baltimore?
9: Ravens are looking good. Lamar's, uh, obviously he's not looking good. Uh, four and a half points either way with this game, this matchup at this point in the season, I thought it was too many points. Went with the Steelers at home. It was a lot of outside noise. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff uh, Tomlin had to address. Obviously, the, the Big Ben uh, rumors about him retiring after this uh, this season came out. So, um, it was kind of expected. You expect that game to come down to a last play or a field goal or something like that. It came down to a two-point conversion. Um, you know, Lamar, a little overthrow. Maybe Andrew slows down a little bit. T.J. Watt gets pressure. T.J. Watt's looking like defensive player of the year. Minka had a nice pick early on the season. But um, the recipe right now for defenses is uh, – Pressure Lamar and force him to beat him with his arm.
8: Hey, D, but tonight the Patriots are oh. underdogs uh. against the Buffalo Bills. I know Bill Belichick would never publicly even let people know that he understands they're underdogs, but do you think <laughs> – I'm sure he would be aware of this.
9: He wants to run it up tonight being an underdog? Uh, you know what? I, I don't think he cares much about being an underdog, but being that he's one day into having a number one seed in the AFC – I don't think it's a chance in hell he goes up there to Buffalo and let uh, Sean McDermott, Josh Allen, take that away from him. So I think they go up there and handle business. They get points. Saban got points this weekend. A-Rod got points at home at Lambeau. I mean, Big Ben getting points at home. Like, I mean, hey, I got to go with Belichick and the Patriots to cover and win tonight.
0: One of those things is not like the other, but nonetheless, good point was made there with Bill Belichick getting points on a Monday night
9: football game. You talking shit about Big Ben? Huh? You talking shit about Big Ben?
0: No, I'm just—it's a game like two truths and a lie. I let everybody guess. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> let everybody
9: guess. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been—I've been watching the Ravens this last month, so I mean that was—that was there that was, that was a lot of points against that defense. But hold on, so you—you huh.
0: you, so you think uh, Ben Roethlisberger all the way back? This one for the Gipper thing is good news. He's going to finish this thing hot.
9: Ah, I won't go that far, but I, I definitely—I wouldn't count him out either. I wouldn't count him out either, especially knowing he has however many games left. Uh, however many games left in that stadium, um, you know, I can't count them out, especially with that defense. It's not like he has to go out and put up uh, 35, 38 points a game. If that defense can start playing well, especially when Hayden gets back in the mix, they could definitely win some games. I mean, nobody in that that division looks like a world-beater. Ravens, they're down to earth. Browns suck. Bengals, who knows what Burroughs Pinky's going to do the next few weeks. So, I mean, it's, they're not dead. They're far from dead.
0: Okay, so to be clear, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, but you said uh, Saban, Belichick, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Mike Tomlin.
9: Let's
4: go Mike Tomlin.
0: All first uh, okay, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin. Okay. Yeah, what's that?
4: Problem.
0: What's that? All was first problem.
4: ballot Hall of Famers. Every single uh, one. That's
3: true.
0: All right. I mean, valid, I guess. Two Super Bowls. But not in the same conversation. I I mean, they might be in that conversation together, but there is a different conversation. No offense, I'll never be in that conversation. Neither of those. I'll never be in any of those. But, I mean, Belichick, Saban,
4: Aaron Rodgers? Two Super Bowls. Points at home, that's all I'm saying. Mount Rushmore. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, all right, all right. right, Let's move on. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Hey, what if he goes on and wins this one, too? Just like Jerome Bettis did in his last year. What if this is the year that Ben Roethlisberger goes on a run? Let's pivot to uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. They look unbelievable. Vita Veya. Doesn't get talked about enough. Last week, I saw him change the identity of the Indianapolis Colts. All right? He ate a helmet with his mouth. He lost a tooth. He shut down Jonathan Taylor in the run game early. So much so that Frank actually said, fuck it. I ain't messing with Vita, Sue, and the boys on the D-line. Then yesterday, he did this swim dance. It might have been a surf dance from the Big Oose. He is a game Record with the way that offense is going with Gronk. If AB comes back healthy, they might be primed to do it again, D. but
9: Yeah, I mean, that would be my betting favorite in that side. Obviously, them and the Packers. But, I mean, Brady, he's obviously a betting favorite for the MVP. Uh, Vita Vea, he's not even back all the way back yet. He's still dominating. Uh, they got playmakers on both sides of the ball. Sean Murphy Bunt getting back in the fold. Carlton Davis. I mean, this is the time of year last year when they got hot and went on the run. Um, it's, it's going to be pretty much the same this year. It's looking like uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to play that team right now. Buzz saw an offense. Gronk had that little mini break in the middle of the season, so he's going to be fresh. AB will be back in two, three weeks. No, I mean, they're cutting I mean, him. They're on. cutting them. They're cutting them. Wait, what? That came out? I didn't hear that. No, no, that's a conversation. <laughs> oh, that's a conversation. That's a wow. conversation.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't expect it either when I saw the headline. And I was like, oh, that's not real. And then mm-hmm. could you imagine if Bruce Aarons like, he fucking faked the vaccination card. Get him,
9: <laughs>
0: get him out of here. That's that
9: was shock me. That was shock me.
3: With everything else that is going on. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, d you just mentioned the Bucks and the Packers, but what about the Cardinals? Do we think they're mm. going to be in it towards the end? Because they seem to be a machine
9: right now. Yeah. every I mean, everything they've shown us this season is it, no reason for uh, you not to expect them to be there. Uh, came out of the gate week one, and they haven't really slowed down, even when they lost Kyler, lost D-Hop for some weeks. They look uh, – the best on both sides of the ball the only reason I would still have them kind of in that three spot and I, any everybody else in the NFC is kind of outside looking in is just because I haven't seen that team that quarterback on uh, that coach do it in December do it in January when it counts the most I've seen it at Green Bay done I've seen it done in Tampa in New England with Brady and those coaching staff so I just haven't seen it yet but I mean everything they've shown us this year uh they'll definitely be in the end
0: Kyler looks so cool
9: yeah, you know, yeah, in yeah. the so Highland, easy.
0: he looks so cool. And I guess I didn't watch the full game. Zito did because it was a Bears team, and he's watching until you know maybe they get good again in the future, which might happen. That was miserable weather. He oh, yeah. said the collar did not look like perfect throughout the game, but I, it did, fourth and two, they throw a thirty-yard bomb on the dime to D Hop in the middle of that rain wind. I just think that was a big time win. For the Cardinals as a team, I, I think, you know, just kind of getting back into this thing in Chicago with how miserable it yep. was up there. I think it's going to be big for him. Go on, Ty.
6: Dee, but next to Gumpy, you are the biggest Dolphins fan I know. Um, we were talking last time you were on on Friday about whether you'd have, you know, take Burrow or Herbert in the first round. Are we sure Tua isn't that yeah. guy? I mean, is Tua the guy moving forward? Dolphins have won five in a row, looking pretty good. Are they going to make, you know, a playoff push here? What the hell's going on?
9: now I wouldn't say playoff push, but they are looking damn good. I, I I'm still standing on that kitty table for Burr uh not Burrow, I'm sorry, Tua. I like him, man. He's what four games in a row now. I think he's got a over a hundred passer rating. Uh so you gotta love what you're seeing from him. You're seeing development. I think they continue to build that o line and continue to uh, get more weapons around him. He'll keep getting better, man. But I mean, that Burrow Herbert conversation, I think it's still out of those two. If you're building it, then Tua will come right after that. But he, he's far from a slouch. So he's, he's looking better and better. I'm happy about it. Those still shots of
0: lefties throwing the ball look so awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like because the, there's still shots of him. His arm just looks – it's like probably perfect form is how it's supposed to be, but that's like what the lefties are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that just looks so <laughs> awkward, you know. But he's, he's precise. He is. Yeah. He drops dimes. Like, I, I don't know why – there's all these conversations about moving on from him, why they did what they... He's a guy, it feels like, Gumpy. It legitimately feels like he might... Now, I don't know if the Dolphins will ever generate a guy. You know, mm-hmm. like, it takes more than just the player That, But it feels like he's a guy, Gump.
3: Yeah, and
10: the reason the plays are short and he doesn't throw it far is because the O-line stinks. That's by design. Exactly. That's all they can do right now.
4: Yeah, he's a, he's an absolute player. Uh, go ahead, Dix. Hey, d but if you're a defender, if you're a defense, who would you rather go against, Gardner
9: Minshew or Jalen Hurts?
4: Whoa! Ho. Whoa!
9: Whoa! I mean, I would rather play against Minshew. Um, just because he can't hurt us as much with his legs, uh, he, he played great though. He played he played great. I, I would, but if I'm a starting, if I'm on that team, I would still want Jalen Hurts uh, to be my starting quarterback going forward for sure. But I mean Minshew, he's good enough to be a starter in this league for sure. I mean you you look around the league, he's good enough to be a starter. Can he continue? He lost a bunch of games in Jacksonville, of course, but terrible team, terrible surrounding cast, supporting cast, kind of what you talk about with Tua. But uh, I would rather play men's shoe that hurts right now.
8: Hey, going back to the Bucks quick, how would you cover Gronk? Like if you're a D coordinator, what do you what are you supposed <laughs> been to been do to cover
9: this Man, I mean he he's one of those dudes that even when he's he's covered, he's open. Even at this stage you of the career. You gotta try to jam him at
8: the line and make sure and just make
9: sure his release is two seconds late. Yeah, you try by I me, mean, but what what type of by you got to you need Vita Vea to jam him to yes. really, you know, <laughs> knock him off, you know what I mean? So you can get somebody in front of him that reroutes him, but once he actually gets into that defense it gets going downfield, and you see him, they're like two kids on the sideline, they're talking about, Hey, you saw him? yeah, yeah, and it's just like he throws guys off. I mean, he's, he's a monster, uh, he's been one of the best. He'll be the first Battle Hall of Famer, and obviously, he's had the same guy throwing the ball for that long, so when they had that type of rapport. It's, it's it's not much you can do uh it's not much you can do with that honestly especially gronk. with the other weapons around them. with godwin with evans with oh, i yeah. mean it's just it's just a lot
0: evans made some big time plays and i was like oh evans is back mm-hmm. okay so that's great news for everybody including gronk right but gronk is also great news for mike evans and then you add in godwin being an absolute stud that offense if they continue to get hot like they've won by double digits the last two weeks or whatever, it's looked rather easy for them as of late. Although there has been games this season where we go, oh, the Buccaneers stink. Oh. What?
9: How? How? Is and this you, I mean, you watch them though. Even they—they've been winning these last couple of weeks. You watch them, and you still—if you're watching the games—like, yo, it's, they can still play much better. Like they—they they didn't play. I wouldn't say they played nearly their best um, yesterday, but um, they can play better. And um, you said Mike Evans back. Mike Evans. The thing with him is. He controls that middle of the field safety. So regardless if he's putting up numbers or getting catched or not, if I'm a defender, D coordinated, D B coach, my middle my post safety wherever playing single high, I have to be leaned over the thirteenth way. So that's held on whoever's guarding eighty-seven up the seam. And then when you get eighty one back outside, fourteen. So that's the dilemma. Um, you're always met with, with that team.
0: Oh, so Tom just gets to do whatever he wants. <laughs> well, well, well. well, well, well. Let's talk about another team that we watch and we go, oh, those motherfuckers can get a lot better and they're still winning. The Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes still top five quarterback in passing yards. Tyreek Hill still top five wide receiver in receiving yards. They get a win. No passing touchdowns. And the only conversation I think today, aside from how How much of that tin did John Elway have in his mouth? Mm. I think he had the full thing. Aside (laughs) from that conversation, it's just like, are we going to see the Chiefs ever really get fully back into that dominant offense? They can just flip the switch, which I think is why everybody still says they're the team that's going to run through the AFC, even though how hot the Patriots are and the Colts, and we'll talk about that in a second. But what do you think it is? And you think they're
9: still going to be able to do that whenever a push comes to shove down the line? I mean, that's the team. That's the quarterback you got to trust the most right now um, on the AFC side. And he's not playing well. Another game, not throwing a touchdown. Um, Kelsey, Hill, they're putting up stats, but if you're watching the game, they're not dominating the games like they're usually doing. But these last four or five weeks, the good good part of it is that defense. That defense is balling. The defense is dominating. Even Sorensen. Sorensen got him a nice pick six last night, and he's been getting – you know, beat on and picked on throughout the media and, and teams and stuff like that all year. So to see him get his play, that defense is playing great. And you got to you got to just expect at this point in the season, this offense is going to have to click at some point. So I'm still, I would still be terrified to run into that team <laughs> uh, late in the season or in the playoffs. Uh,
0: how about the Colts? They're getting hot right now. They fed Jonathan Taylor. It was a dominant game literally from the first snap. With Kenny Moore, who joined us about an hour and 15 minutes yep. ago with a pick on Tyrod Taylor, who got hurt. Memo silence with Tyrod Taylor's health. All right. Hope you come back, Tyrod.
5: Good
4: luck, Tyrod. Shout
0: out to uh, Tyrod. I think he had some ligament stuff, right? Mm-hmm.
4: The wrist, week to week.
0: That stinks. He still has me yeah. 20 public push-ups, but I love Tyrod Taylor, but they got killed yesterday, the Texans. This Colts team, hey, let's go, D-butt. We're finding it. Frank Reich fed Jonathan. The t- Why is T.Y. not in down in the red zone? But Jonathan Taylor, two tuds. This guy's getting the rock. The team has found their identity again, hopefully.
9: Yeah, feed him. You guys said it. Uh, what was that, Friday? talked about them being 31 in, in run defense, and uh, they took advantage of that, obviously, fed JT. Uh, and, rented, and this is what you got to do at this point in the season. When you play bad teams, you just got to beat the shit out of them. Like you can't be close. You can't give them life early. You just got to beat the dog shit out of them. That's what they did in a division. So uh, you know it's tough going on a roll in your division. I don't care You know what the records are. You saw what happened in Minnesota. So um, they handle business, so uh, you love to see it. This is the point in the season where it's kind of not much room for error. Uh, for the Colts. Still a, still an outside chance. You know, we can win a division, especially what, what's going on in Tennessee. So, I'd love to see it yesterday. Uh, well, we appreciate you stopping by. Do you, you respect you know Kenny Morwell? Oh, yeah. Love, love Kenny, man. I, I, I love the type of player he is coming in. We, I was with him as a rookie. And uh, that was the year we drafted, you know, Malik first round. We had Quincy second round. And then I think Kenny was cut from New England and it came over right after training camp. And He was just a, a sponge. Um, you know, always on point in meetings, always paying attention. So it's not surprising me at all. We talk, we still talk a lot during the season. Doesn't surprise me at all his success. So smart, man. He affects the game, run game, pass game, blitzing, um, everything. So I love to see, uh, I love seeing Kenny ball out, man. He got to get paid, He's, Chris. Hey, Chris. You <laughs> paid him early. Yeah. You signed him long. Smart move, but. You got to cough that chicken up.
0: Yeah, it might happen. You got to take care of your chickens, man. Joining yeah, us yeah. every Monday. We can't thank him enough. Ladies and gentlemen, Terry Butler, Thank you, much. Yeah, yeah. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Of dollars to their users. FanDuel Sportsbook is the best sports book going for a lot of reasons. Most of them, what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for a partnership with FanDuel, obviously. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too if you haven't used it yet. Use it now. Nah. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel, shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. A man who has trailblazed a business through the internet the likes most other business people would only dream of. He's fighting on Saturday, December 18th, not against Tommy Fury, who backed out as of yesterday or this morning. He'll be fighting Tyron Woodley for the second time, defeating him the first time. Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Paul. Yeah!
10: Sup, dude? What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, thank you for joining us. I mean, people mock the faces here on the screen immediately upon you arriving. You have that Ohio jawline that AJ has two doors over. Uh, We can't thank you enough for joining us. What happened? How long have you known you weren't going to be fighting Tommy Fury? And how devastated are you by this news?
10: Uh, Only about 24 hours now. To be honest, I'm I'm pretty sad, man. You know, you get your mind so set on, on one opponent. Uh, and all the shit talk, all the personal shit that led up to it, I really wanted to fight this guy and KO him, you know. It was personal, and now that I don't get to do it, this is is the first time I'm even talking about it, first show I'm even talking about it, so, you know, it sucks. It sucks, and and I really, really wanted to take him out on December 18th, but luckily, Tyrant stepped up to the plate. My team called me, and they were like, hey, this is what's going on. I was like, okay, cool. I'll fight anybody. The show must go on.
8: Did they give you any kind of story? Like, what, what was the reason? I know what he say He has some kind of medical issue. And, like, was it, ex- like, pretty much just 24 hours ago you found out? And was Tyron sitting back waiting as the backup all along? Mm.
10: Yeah, so they called me up. And at first it was a chest infection. And they said he had a cough. Uh, and they were taking antibiotics and so on and so forth. To see if it would get better and then they called up and were like oh by the way like he also has broken ribs so the whole thing just seems a little bit sketchy and we can't get a clear answer right he also faked his mom being sick so that he didn't have to go to the press conference so that was a red flag early on and i think it just really comes down to this kid for some reason not wanting to get into the ring.
0: I think we all sent our positive T's and P's to his mom whenever he missed the press conference. Were those misguided T's and P's?
10: Yeah, I mean, it was a made-up story so that he didn't have to go to the press conference. So, you know, the Furies have a history of pulling out of fights. Tyson Fury's pulled out of five fights. They're just a sketchy group of people all the way around. I mean, look look at John Fury. Like, the guy's a the guy's a weirdo he spent 11 years in prison so you don't know what's going on over there it could be a number a number of things
0: did you ever think about fighting the dad was that an alternate <laughs> was uh was the dad maybe an alternate or uh is tyron woodley as soon as that was was there anybody else other than tyron offered up to you or was that the first name and it was like he's been training here we go let's go ahead and make number two happen
10: it, w- it was the first name and my manager hit him up and was like, "Yo." do you want to do this? And he's like, yes, I've been training. He was planning on having three fights in 2022. So he's already been in shape. So he was ready all along and it makes perfect sense. He did get the tattoo. So let's run the rematch. And for me, you know, I've gotten so much better in this camp and I I want to show people that the last fight I didn't perform at my best and I'm going to come out, uh, put on a better performance and hopefully get that knockout.
8: Hey, how's everything going? Like I know you're you're very uh you make comments about the UFC and how they don't pay their fighters enough. You and Dana go back and forth with everything. And just what what's been going on with with boxing now because of you and your brother? Like have you looked around and it's like, man, this is I did or like did you plan this? Did you think it would have this kind of impact? Yeah, I mean,
10: you know, we, with each fight this just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And the analogy I use is you know, everyone took taxis for you know decades, and Uber came in with a simple app and became a billion dollar company. But it was just that simple change that was needed to change you know transportation systems forever. We were that for boxing. We were the the Uber for boxing, where we came in, saw a lot of room to innovate, and just have made a ton of different changes. I, I started my. Promotions company, most valuable promotions. We signed a man of Serrano. We're advocating for fighter pay. We're promoting fights differently, and we're showing that there's, you know, not as much of a need for promoters and all of these people in charge in the sport. So that's kind of
0: like Floyd Mayweather obviously has made so much money doing this. And then you and Jake getting involved has kind of taken it to a digital effect now. Huge. And you did that to YouTube. I think you did that. What was other one? Vine. Vine. You fucking ended Vine or whatever. I mean, that's what you you guys (laughs) just said. All right, I'm done with that. Is your time fully committed right now in boxing and running your promotions? Or do you still have other business plans and business ventures? Or is everything boxing right now?
10: Everything's boxing right now. You know, I've fought four times in the past 13 months, which is really active, especially when you're doing these big pay-per-views. Uh, the really only, the only other person to really be that active is Canelo Alvarez and uh, it takes a lot. You have to dedicate 100% of your time to this because it's serious. This is the hardest sport in the world, the most serious thing, uh, and your life is on the line in the ring. Uh, so I've dedicated my whole life to it. Moved to Puerto Rico, isolated myself in training, and just have been going at it. And I've gotten a lot better, so I'm excited to show off the new skills December 18th.
0: Do you do Oculus boxing in there? Or are you actually like every day? What is the uh, what is the daily routine like? Are you eating raw ass eggs and stuff like that? Or are you are you getting punched every day like Rocky? What is the daily routine like?
10: Yeah, <laughs> two a days, pretty much every single day. Sparring, running. I'm eating raw liver. Uh, sometimes Jeez. some raw eggs. Uh, getting punched in the stomach, bare knuckle. Some people use the ball, but we use the bare knuckle because it feels more like, you know, the actual fight. Where so you're going to get hit with a punch in the body. Uh, so it's a full-on training camp. Ice baths. You know, you name it, we 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 do it over here. Uh, it's as serious as it gets, and. You know, if A lot of people come into this camp and say, wow, you train harder than most professional fighters.
0: Is that because you have to catch up so much, you think, at this point? Do you feel like that is something that is a valid argument when people... Because everybody talks about your first couple fights, or, oh, he'd get killed by Canelo and everything, and then there was a couple people like, yo, this is this guy's first fucking match, this is his second, this is his third. Do you feel like you have to catch up a lot to the people you need to get to because of how late into the game you got into it?
10: Yeah, 100%, You know, and I'm held to the highest standard because I'm selling you know, some of the most pay-per-views that anyone's selling in boxing, and so people expect me to have the same level of skill as those other people, and I like to be held to that standard because it pushes me uh, to get better, and my ba- my back is sort of in the corner. Uh, no one in, in really the history of the sport has fought eight-round fights in their fourth fight, in their fifth fight, in their third fight. Most times people build up four rounders then they do a six rounder then they do an eight rounder in like their 10th fight so I'm sort of coming into the highest level of the game early on, and I've I, like like you said, I've had to play catch up.
0: I wish you would have been able to fight the pro boxer from the boxing legendary family. It's kind of I feel like we're getting you're getting robbed of a chance to dance on everybody, and we're getting a, a, a robbed of a chance to say like, nah, the motherfucker's good. Like hey, like you know, like there is that is why I think it's such a bummer that Tommy Fury uh, kind of backed out of this. Although fighting Woodley is another fucking going to be an incredibly tough fight. Uh, he's a badass of a human being. I mean, it's just... For the for your skeptics, Jake. You know, for the skeptics.
10: No, for sure. And that, that's what I wanted, because the, the public and the, the media and the people on social media look at it, and they're like, oh, you haven't fought a professional boxer. Most people aren't smart enough to realize that Woodley is way tougher than Tommy Fury. So when I announced when i announced that i was fighting tommy everyone was like wow credit he's actually fighting a professional boxer in my head i'm like yo this kid is like abercrombie model i'm gonna (laughs) knock him out (laughs) actually as hell and tyron woodley's a real killer so this is definitely a harder fight
0: All right, well, good luck on December 18th. Thank you for stopping by and chit-chatting about this. Can't wait to see what your next fight is. Can't wait to watch, and good luck in the rest of your camp, man. Don't get any chest infections or broken ribs. (laughs) I'll
10: I'll try not to, to, man. Thank you for having me.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Paul. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to all the guests for their time. Thank you to all the boys for their effort. Thank you to all of you for the dedication this very average show you're the best humans of all time please be a friend tell a friend i saw all your spotify recap and wrap up stuff the fact that you allow us to be a part of your day-to-day and the amount of minutes and hours that people listen i am so fucking thankful for will be forever speaking of forever tomorrow begins that aaron rogers tuesday be a friend tell a friend ty please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful overreaction monday night